Hello, soldiers, and welcome. Welcome to the Get A Light Podcast Kunai. I'm the captain of the Blue Ribbon, Tyson Matsuki, and today we begin the Waifu Wars. So I'm recruiting crew for my battleship, and there's another person that is also recruiting people for his battleship, the Gorilla Punch, Bishlov's Mish. Hello. Also, we have two potential candidates here for either or this battleship, or they may decide to build a third one or a fourth one, but I don't know. Kevin? Yep, this is going to be exciting. I'll say that. And I think that many, many dreams will be crushed today. Many ships will be sunk. Many we'll torpedoes see. will be fired. Yes. The thing is that this is the very episode, and it's just the beginning of the Wife Wars, that may compromise the very essence of what is Gedalite Podcast Kunai. Dreams will be crushed, lives will be taken, and probably resignation letters will be given. Or promotions. Or promotions. Is that serious? And also we got another candidate for joining either of these battleships, either the two that we that are already built, and we're just looking for members. Or he may decide to build his own, or join Kevin's. We have Joe. Hello, Captain. Wait, 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 now, which Captain are you addressing? Yes. No, we're gonna find out, we're gonna find out, shh, shh. We're, we're definitely gonna find out, because we're already at war, in the sea, and we need seamen. You would like that. Too soon? <laughs> Phrasing, <laughs> boom! <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, uh, same series mode over. But in this episode, we're going to talk about Nisekoi. And before we go into the regular stuff, uh, who's starting to say the disclaimer now? I believe that would be me. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, Joe. It's going to be me. Oh, not Joe. Shit. Your name is Kevin. I can't believe... <laughs> I've been on this podcast for over a year, and nobody knows my name. Well, Senpai doesn't notice you ever so the day senpai i'll be on my deathbed that's the only day i'm gonna notice you i'm like uh, joe uh, i mean kevin <laughs> i notice you <laughs> then i'll die in peace and you'll have your fingers crossed when i get back or something <laughs> all right so let's go so let's go ahead with the disclaimer to get this uh war started yeah, so for you new folks, Get Life Podcast Kunai is a monthly anime discussion podcast under the Get a Life group. Due to the nature of the discussion, we can't avoid spoilers on the show to be discussed. Also, we aren't covering the source material, whether it's manga or light novel, for those shows that are based off of one. We can be found on Stitcher and the iTunes Store, and if you'd like to recommend a show for us to watch to, or to make an episode of Kunai, send us your suggestions on Twitter at GalpKunai. So G-A-L-P-K-U-N-A-I. And we ask that you please, please only suggest shows that have at most 30 episodes. I mean, hey, wait for it. We've got our lives to attend to. Right? Right? Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> Let, let's, let's move on with the, the show, shall right. we? And by the way, that wasn't my joke. It's, it, I've, I've no part in that. It, it was mine, it was mine, but it's a like, way so cheeky that I don't know if I should be either... Tyson, that's probably proud. the cheesiest thing you could have ever come up with. Hey, hey, I'm, hey. hey I'm, I'm the same guy that came up with Welcome to Summer, and Bishop didn't, didn't really I, like it. 
Yeah, that was well, original. That, that was original. I was going like, to say it again. I would have been, as soon as you started this episode, I would have been like, welcome to summer, guys. <laughs> I'll do it every episode, really. Every time I'm hosting it, you'll just hear, welcome to summer. Even if it's Christmas, welcome to summer. I'll do it on Christmas episode. Just watch. Do, it, it, just to spite me? Just to spite Tyson. <laughs> All right. So let's start with the discussion. <laughs> oh, my God. These guys are way too much. For starters, Nisekoi is based off a manga that was published by Naoshi Komi. Nisekoi was originally aired during the winter season of 2014 of anime. It was produced by Animation Studio Shaf and directed by renowned Shaf director Akiyuki Shimbo. The story of Nisekoi follows Raku Ishijo, the son of a leader in the Yakuza faction Shuegumi, and Shitoge Kirisaki, the daughter of a boss in a rival gang known as the Beehive. To avoid war between these two factions, they're forced to date each other. And that's as basic as the plot gets. So let's start the discussion with that. I just want to start off with the fact that I, I think I'm the only person on the podcast that did not watch uh, Nisekoi before it was suggested, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I think so. So I really did not know what to expect going into this uh, anime, other than knowing that Chitoge was Sundere. That's the only information I had, all right? That and the fact that Tyson thought that Tsugumi was best girl, all right? So, um... Yeah, I'm pretty vocal about my love for Tsugumi. <laughs> it's all about that blue hair life, am I right? <laughs> but, um, anyways, uh, first episode started off pretty well, you know? The premise I noted right away was pretty interesting, right? With that, that false love stuff going on uh, between Raku and Chitoge is really interesting. Um, and I find that it gives me a very big Haganai vibe. For whatever reason, I can't put my finger on this. I don't know if I have that feeling as well. you'll agree, Tyson and Bish, but... Yeah, definitely. Lots of things, lots of the characters um, in particular reminded me of certain characters from Haganai, right? And that is just great because, you know, Haganai is one of my favorite shows. And this show, Nisekoi, has a pretty good uh, cast of characters. Um, they're not all particularly well-developed. They're not all deep, but they have personalities about them that make them unique and just funny. They just create great moments on the show. And if you didn't know what genre this is, um, this is, uh, I'd say it's romantic comedy. But at the same time, I'd argue, uh, debatably here, that it's slightly etchy, all right? I don't know mm. if you guys agree with that. I don't. I don't. I, I, I don't. I yeah, don't. Me neither. I don't really agree with that. There are some moments where, like, actually quite a few moments where there are really, like, risque shots of certain characters. Like, it got so frequent that I, I noted it while I was watching, you know? I want to ask you a question, Kevin. How many times did you saw the beach episode? <laughs> Because that's the only part in which it could be considered remotely etchy. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, I think it's etchy because... Or the beach episode or the sauna episode. Which one? Which one did you watch the most? And how many times did you do it? I watched every episode once. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Oh my god, what is up with you trying to paint me as a pervert? <laughs> Jesus, Tyson. Okay, <laughs> um... Well, you, you say yourself that you want to be the loot person of this podcast, so might as well start painting you as a pervert right now. No, no, stop misquoting. I said that I thought that you thought that I was that type of person. I am not that type of person. But anyways, I, I'd say it's etchy because there's... Did none of you guys notice how there are so many shots of, like, boobs or, like, skirts? 
in this anime, like... You'd have to be a real pervert to notice that stuff. No, but it's flashed <laughs> in your face all the time. I agree with Kevin okay. to some extent. I'm, I'm not... It's not actually the point where, you know, it's, it's something like freezing where it just, you know, it gets in the way of the plot, but it's still obvious that... You can't get away from it, really. Yeah, it, it's directed to a male audience. Just like um, all the ab shots really surprised me in Free. You know, and it, it just hit me. It's like, maybe we don't notice it because we're a male audience. We're the audience that this type of show is targeting. But, you know, once we watched Free, we noticed that, oh, we're on the other side now. It, things are kind of different, right? But to some extent, you can't really deny that it's, um, it's targeted at a younger male audience, you know? The thing is that... This being a harem is definitely targeted for targeted for a male audience. That's de that's definitely it. But I'm just so flabbergasted at your statement that you consider Nisekoi to be slightly eshy. Slightly. I'm not saying I'm not saying this is like high school DXD. I'm just saying. I, I understand, but it's not something that I really thought about while watching Nisekoi. And I watched this show about at least at the time of this show. I watched it like six times from start to finish. What? What? Wow. Seriously. That's more than oh like me and Toradora. That's crazy. That's hardcore. Yeah, okay. I don't think you can tell by now, but um, but Tyson is like the Nisekoi fanboy of this podcast. And, and I want to get more into detail about that later, but right. I'm going to just let uh, Kevin finish his, uh, his statement and then just pass the microphone to everybody else. But yeah, overall, the anime left a pretty good impression on me. I'll probably watch the second season, which is unfortunately, for whatever reason, I don't know why, it's only 12 episodes instead of 20 like this. And I have a feeling that it's only 12 because it caught up with uh, visual novels, which is, this is big, no, the manga, sorry. I, I find that the plot, um, I mean, I'm, this is a romantic comedy, I'm not expecting uh, a lot out of it, but I do find that the plot, although the premise was interesting, there are also many points in the plot that made me go, well, this doesn't really make sense. For example, like, I mean, if both um, Raku and Chitoge's parents were head of their gangs, right? And they wanted to avoid war. Why was it necessary to have Chitoge and Raku be girlfriend and boyfriend in the first place? If both leaders of both gangs want to avoid war, couldn't they just, you know, doesn't make sense to me. Let me explain that. It's the fact that you don't want to make yourself look less of power in terms of your um, your lesser Yakuza gang members, for instance. You don't want to make them think, that, oh, why is he doing this? Why is he being friends with the other rival gang? I can go and rebel against this. They don't want that. But if you put it in a love situation, they're going to be happy because they're like, oh, man, uh, uh, you know, our young master's growing up. He has a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. They, they think okay. about it like that. And Yakuza... Yes, they are gangs at the end of the day, but they they are really tight in terms of they're like family basically. Yeah, it's like it's like what um it's like what Bish said. Like when when they came together, when like Rocco and Chitoge were supposed to come together, in a way it was kind of like a treat a peace treaty. It's kind of like the show like they can con like they're gonna connect with each other like they have like they have like the youngest like members of like the clan like they're gonna be and like with Rocco being like the future master, it's like it's good for their clan. And it's like the fact that like the I want to point something out. I'm sorry for interrupting Jill, but something that is not really mentioned in the anime, but it is pointed out in the manga, is that everyone calls Raku the future master of the Shue, of the Chuegumi, but he's actually way too much of a puss 
to fight and do regular Yakuza stuff. So that's why he wants to grow out of the Yakuza stage. And but even then, if you're a master of the Yakuza, you don't really need to, to know anything. I don't know any Yakuza gang members, but um, at most of the time, you're going to be sitting down all day. You're not actually going to participate in fighting. You have your lesser gang members for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to be, you just need to be there, basically. That's you just need to be the head of the family. That's all it is. I just think of this whole Yakuza family uh, lifestyle as um, I play the Yakuza video game, the one developed by Sega, and I'd like to think that it's something like that. It is like like, like how real Yakuza yeah uh, it, it behave. Is, to be honest. I don't want to really get into the whole Yakuza thing, but I think this is a somewhat accurate portrayal of, although it is very comedic, but it is kind of in terms of the whole family and how Yakuza are. It's not like other gangs, not like a... It's not like the mafia, right? Yeah, kind of. If they probably would have focused more on the Yakuza side of the plot, it would have been interesting, but then you start to see further down the road that the fact that Shitoge and Raku being the son and daughter of Yakuza members lose a lot of importance so so it develops from quite what I thought to be a serious plot to one that is just strictly comedy initially I watched this anime when it was simulcast I was pretty bored I was watching it along with uh, Chunibyo at this time it was about 2014 I remember I just finished Haganai and I was looking for something to watch. Surprisingly, guess who suggested it? Oh, hang, hang on. What's his name? What's his name? His name is Daniel. Um, Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Daniel. He suggested it. He was like, "Watch this." Nisekoi. He he was watching it simulcast at the time, and then I watched it. Question: If Daniel suggested it, Nisekoi is. What number of anime? Because usually Daniel just kind of walk you in. Daniel to... got me into my first sort of anime. So this was probably... This is the second, the third, the fourth? No, no. This is probably more than that. Maybe seventh. The seventh show that you watched. seventh watch. anime. Probably. Okay. Um, this was really early on though. So during the summer of 2014, I really watched a lot more anime. So... Um, okay. In English schools, you learn a lot of um, Shakespeare plays and a lot of poetry. And this felt very poetic as an anime. I know it's a really weird way to describe it. And it did kind of feel like um, Romeo and Juliet. Yes. But a really odd Romeo and Juliet. And what I mean by that is because Romeo and Juliet, they are from two different families. You know, the Montagues and... Probably I'm I'm, I'm butchering their names. But, you know, yeah, they're two different families. uh, Star-crossed lovers. I believe they actually mentioned this in this anime as well. Yes. Uh, But anyway, I'll I'll talk uh, talk about that later. Um, they have the two families. Obviously, they're in a feud. Kind of like the, these two Yakuza gang members. But there isn't no sort of truce. That's the difference here. Here, there's this truce where they force them. So it's kind of like a reverse Romeo and Juliet. Because they don't want to be together. They're forced. Hence why it's called Nisekoi. Fa- uh, false love. False love. A false love in English. Oh. Um, so it, it's quite interesting there. And I kind of... At the beginning, I was like... Chitoge is best girl at the beginning. Honestly, because... Oh. Uh, <laughs> hang, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. You, you, you We're not discussing best girls I, yet. I have to so examine this now. isn't the time for this. Let me explain. I really, I felt um, at the beginning, I felt really warm towards her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, did, did she stay best girl? Like, she did just stay best girl, but I have another best girl. But let me explain. I'll explain that later. She had this kind of 
shyness to her and the fact that she was an American student, well she's half, um, the fact that she's half American, half Japanese, coming over to Japan and not really knowing, you know, kanji and stuff like that. Something that I kind of relate to in a sense, you can being the outsider, that was really relatable. So I really related to her a lot, as opposed to uh, Ichiju, or not Ichiju, what's his name? Raku. Raku, yeah that's the one. Uh, him, yeah, he to me he kind of seemed like a klutz. Uh, another thing is, I felt the anime was kind of cliche at points, especially with the whole keys, the locking keys. It really did seem something that Shakespeare would write. But you know, I, I really can't complain about that. Um, so yeah, Joe, what do you think? What were your first impressions? Well, okay, so I watched this. Um, I watched this like sometime after it was simulcast. Like it was like like sometime before season two aired. And um, so like you know, I'm like you know what I want to like season two looks cool. Like I'll I'll, you know, I'll check out season one. Like because like like they're like kind of like Ubish. Like I kind of want something to watch. And like I normally don't watch a lot of um, harms or like harms. Hard to pronounce it. And so like it's like this is like something that's like relatively new to me. So I started watching it and I actually really liked it. It was like a really cool concept about um. A really cool concept, like with like the lock and like like Raku's like childhood past, where he met this girl. Like how like Chitoge got into his life, and then like how like they started dating. It's just really, really cool. Like, it's really interesting. It got me engaged, and like I was just like watching more and more episodes. And, like I was just like super hooked. So, we've all mentioned uh, at some point in our initial impressions that. We found that the uh, the premise with the the locket and like the two families and stuff to be pretty interesting, right? What you guys do? You guys think that your your opinions of that premise stay the same progressively progressively as you watched the anime, or do you think it changed? Because I would say um, it changed. Mine stayed the same. I found it was very interesting. Wait, what do you mean? I'll give an example. So for me, like I, I at first I thought it was pretty cool. It, it was pretty original to have a, a situation where there are these two characters who are forced to depend to be a couple, right? But and the lockets thing was pretty cool, yet kind of cliche. But after a while, I found that the the thing with the lockets and the keys just got completely ridiculous because every single character ended up having a key, and I just there, there are just moments where I just went like, this is insane, this is absurd. It. You know? Your opinion is actually the opposite of what, what I thought. Because I thought, like, at first it was, like, this, like, really simple, like, oh, it looks like Ono there has the key. And, like, but, like, it's probably gonna take, it's probably gonna be, like, until, like, the end of the show until, like, C brings it up. Like, kind of, like, those kind of stories. But, um, but then, like, I found out, like, oh, oh, Chitoge has a key. Oh, uh, Marika has a key. And it's just, like, <laughs> but it just like... got really complicated. I'm like, wow. It got ridiculous at that part, yes. It wasn't, like, it was ridiculous. It rem like, reminds me of Oprah, you know, it's like, you get a key, and you get a key, and you get, and everybody gets a key! <laughs> no, like, oh my God. no, it was ridiculous in, like, this, like, really interesting way. Like, it was like, I really want to know what's going to happen, like, whose key is the real key. But the like, thing it's is, like, it spiked my curiosity. Oh my God, are we ever going to know whose who's key is the real key? For, forgive me, I don't read the manga but do we actually find out in the manga who has the real key if we find out it's gonna be when nisekoi comes to a close because i'm catching up with the manga and no still there's no reveal what i think is gonna happen is that they're gonna keep it open 
that probably won't actually even find out. That's probably gonna be it because it's a. You think about it. It's a harem, right? It's very yeah. few harem. It's anime. a harem, yeah. Other than that one anime that shall not be named, I think Bish knows what I'm talking about. Which one? And it, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <coughs> deep inside, the one with the, with the canon even. ending, the one that you hate, that that you loved at first, and you ended up hating the second season. Oh, Orema. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Orema. I mean. <laughs> I feel that, like, in a way, uh, the author might just troll everyone and just have, like, the last panel is Raku, like, trying to unlock it, lock it, and it just fading to black. What if he finds a key and it's, like, someone completely different, like, a new character? Wouldn't that piss you off? The, the thing is that um, in manga circles where they discuss Nisekoi, Komi is kind of known as a troll. Do you think that's kind of translated through to the anime? Definitely, because now she, Komi, wrote the story. So, in a, so in a way, um, Shaf, what they're only doing is staying as true to the source material as possible. I had a theory early on, um, while I was watching the anime, and I'm kind of disappointed that it, it didn't turn out to be true, at least not from what I've watched so far. I was like, you know what, what if Raku was secretly a pimp as a kid, and actually gave a key to every single one of those girls, and he, he actually asked them all of them to marry him. I mean, that, that would make <laughs> that sense, sense. That from the plot sense. standpoint. Yeah, that, that would... Why would they all have keys then, right? It's really funny because it actually, like, it actually does make sense. It's an actual plausible theory. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. young kids do that, especially young boys. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. The thing is that I can't bring myself to believe that because Rocco is so fucking dense. But then again, this is a herring anime. All the main protagonists of a herring are dense. Dense, yeah, that's complete. No, but I mean, one thing. Speaking of the locket and the the locks and stuff, um, what I, one thing I find really really dumb is that none of them remember who they made the promise to. They, like, I mean, think about it. Yeah, it's cute and all that you made a promise and stuff. But why is it so important to you? Especially since you can't remember the person's name or face. That's kind of saying something about how much you actually care about that person. If you can't remember their name or face, like, do, do you actually love them, you know? That's why I can't take Nisekoi seriously as, um, at, at his plot. And I find that my enjoyment of Nisekoi was best when Nisekoi was seen as a comedy. Because as a comedy, I can, de I can definitely vouch for Nisekoi, but as an actual story, no, definitely wow. not. Completely different from what I was gonna say. I, I, I have to agree with with um, Tyson though. I mean, it's I, I think it's kind of like uh, the Devil is a Part Timer. It's one of those shows where to enjoy it, you just kind of have to shut off your brain and just enjoy it in the moment. You know, you have to enjoy the characters and the laughs that they, you share between them, right? The thing is that uh, when I first um, am, I kind of want to segue into. Uh, my first impressions, otherwise I'm gonna get steamrolled here. Um, <laughs> so, when I found about Nisekoi is when I got a subscription to Shonen Jump. There are a few shows that I have been introduced to that way. Nisekoi was one of them. And I was reading and everything, and I, and I thought, this was kind of cool. And, um, and, and I brought this up to Beijing. At the time, the second season was being announced. And... I brought this up to Vision and, and I'm like, there's a, there's a season one of Nisekoi, I would definitely want to see this in anime. And he was like, oh, it's on Crunchyroll, you can go watch it. And I'm like, really? Yes, go watch it. So I did that and I originally thought that also the locket and the, and the premise was cool, but the more I began to read about, um, I mean, it's something that I tend to do, I tend to overanalyze everything and over-research everything. 
is where I began to aim. Nisekoi is one of those shows that has me very, very conflicted. I know I'm the one who suggested the show, but when it comes to what we do here on Kunai, I have to be honest with what I feel and mm -hmm. about the and about the show and everything. I love and hate Nisekoi. And I wanna try to get some light on that. And I made mention to this, like it starts with the story about to the two rival gangs forcing their offsprings to date to date each other and this lost a lot of relevance like the further this went down the road and do I, I do have some I do have some thoughts about Can that there? I mean from what you and Bishop been saying I think that what I'm getting is that you you, you two thought that it would be a, like you said earlier that you thought that this gang thing would be would play a bigger part in the anime right yes I I definitely thought that because I mean, per from what I got from the first episode, I I thought it was pretty clear from the start that, you know, this was just um, like the background for a comedy show. I mean, uh, even from the start, it was really goofy, right? Even the yakuza and the mafia—they were all really um, laid-back, very funny characters, right? I didn't really get this um, serious tone. Right? I so understand that, but for me, it was—it wasn't the fact that okay, it, as you mentioned, it did set itself out as a comedy. But I was just looking at that and I was like, okay, it's nice that these Yakuza characters are funny. But at the same time, I want to see the more serious side to the Yakuza. I want a kind of more grittier Nisekoi. Do you know what I mean? I want it. I want to see people die. I know that sounds really, really depressing, but I, I, I really want to see that. I think that would though, because I think that'd be too extreme of a change. No, I think it would be a great in terms of a but drama. I think Nisekoi would work really well as a dramatic anime, something similar to Toradora or Golden Time or something like that. Well, they have showed how the Yakuza could be like could be very serious, like when um like those times where in like Ch Chitoe's father is trying to sabotage Raku, was it like whoever was wa her, her guardian Claude, right? No, no, Claude is the bodyguard. Is the bodyguard Shitoge. But He's the one that's always it's trying to either, sabotage. It's either, them, the, isn't it? it's either the bodyguard or her father, but like one of the, one or the other was trying to sabotage Raku. It was yeah, Claude. It's, yeah, it's Claude. So the so the more I began to read to read about it, the more I oh hold on, hang on. I I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to address uh, Kevin's point first because <laughs> I definitely wanted to see Nisekoi. Uh, embrace that more darker, darker side. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for dark stories. Let me, I won't mm -hmm. lie. And right. most of the funny moments of the show, I attributed it as, as being part of the shop style. And that's also another thing. Like Shaf has their own style, their, their very own style of doing animation and doing shows, and it's also linked to the director of the show who leads most of Shaf's popular works and if you start to see just pretty much when you see a studio's work over the years you start to see a style de developing after it and shop is no different so i attributed those funny moments to just shop being shoved i have a question so the funny moments in anime if you attribute them to shaft is that does that mean that the the manga perhaps had a different tone is that, that's what i'm understanding well, the, the the analysis that I'm trying to do now is before I even read the manga, the manga didn't wasn't covered in season one. It was like way way ahead. 
and he interested me for, for the comedy but then when I get into the anime I started to see this whole different concept of what Nisekoi was and I'm like well this is different oh, okay. and it was a pleasant surprise in the way that I wanted to see more of this develop but again it's part of, it's part of why I feel so conflicted with this show like I love and hate Nisekoi I I hate it as in terms of the plot but I love it in in terms of the comedy I I agree with you let's move on because we talked about the story quite a lot I think let's move on to favorite moments and episodes I'll start with this one um, for me my favorite episodes to be honest were the last episodes of the season. The reason I say that is because it kind of continues on with this whole uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet thing to the point where they even address it themselves in the anime, which I do like, um, especially how, you know, I believe it was supposed to be Chitoge. Oh, no, it wasn't supposed to be Chitoge. It was supposed to be Raku and Onodera as Romeo and Juliet. And then something something happened to Onodera and Chitoge took over and it was like oh my god senpai knows me it's like i really felt um entwined with you know the that ending in that sense what do you guys think what are your favorite episodes i'm not really gonna elaborate on that because I did, all right I let that. me um i'll talk about my favorite episode and before you say anything it is not the beach episode <laughs> okay all right i wasn't gonna judge you if it was but i just crossed my fingers that it's the same episode as me, alright? I'm just crossing my fingers. It's just that I consider myself the, the lewd man of this um, podcast group, so... Like, I, I expect the people to think I'd be the beach episodes. But anyway, it was the last few episodes. I loved them. Like, I loved, like, the play, like, like with Bichette, with, like, I loved, I loved, um, Romeo and Juliet scene. And, like, I re- what was really funny is how, um, how Marika, like, ended up invading. And, like, she basically, <laughs> she basically ruined the entire play. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say she ruined it. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, have yeah, to no, disagree like, there. Ru- no, she ruined it, but it ended up like pleasing the entire audience even more. M- maybe she ruined it for the characters. I I don't think it, I'd say the same for the people watching the anime though. No, no, Just... no, no. I don't. No, I'm I'm talking. About, I'm saying, saying that in the sense that like it ru- like she ruined the play, as in like she like destroyed it. I know that that was just a very bad joke in my part. Just to just proceed. I'm sorry. Oh my. I, I'll, You're I'll just making shut a joke. What kind of joke was that? I, I, I'm sorry. I just, just, I didn't say anything. I'm so sorry. Okay, okay. Okay, back to my point. My like the play is just really, it was just really like, just really like it just got me in the heart. Like it, it just got me there. Um, it was really sad. It was really, it's really happy. And then, um, and then they dropped the giant Mardika onto the entire stage. That was funny. I, I have to agree with you there. I mean, I think the last three episodes, um, let me check my notes. The last three episodes in particular, um, were definitely my favorites, but there's also, um, another one, which I'll get to later. But anyways, the last three episodes, I completely agree with you. On top of that comedic value that the last three had, I also think that, um, there, were, there was a good mixture of feels with, you know, uh, Shitoge being really angry at uh, Raku. I think that yeah. that hit me right in the feels. It is pretty good. Can, also, I, can I just stop you there? Yes. Because when you mentioned that and the whole scene, you know, it was like, 
that kind of reminded me of Free Season 2. I know there's an odd link of, you know, how Makoto was really angry at, at Haru. I felt like a similar sort of thing. I, I agree. Like similar sort of emotions were going on. and The thing that I'm flabbergasted about is just how much of an impact Free made on both Bish and okay. Kevin. D don't flatter yourself now, Tyson. Don't. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not trying to flatter myself, but rather just wonder... Just what is it about free that like I'm 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 a big fan of it, but like I'm not I'm not mentioning it on every podcast. Well, if you don't, then we do. You should. But anyways, um, back to the <laughs> point. Yeah, um, I can see where you're going, Bish, and I, I agree. But I think that this might have had more of an impact because Makoto, you know, isn't a Sundari blonde. So I mean, he he is kind of in season two. Let's be honest. <laughs> he was being a bit bitchy. I wouldn't say he's being bitchy. I think Haru was being bitchy Haru. and Makoto, Makoto was being, you know, a good friend and caring for him. But anyways, I find that the play in particular, not only was it good because it was funny, but it was also very creative. Because in the play, not only are they, you know, um, putting gags in there, but they're also addressing some of the, um, the key points that happened in the series, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a very creative way to wrap up the season, you know, with with um, all of um, Raku's uh, potential love interests showing up in the play in some form or another, and there's also, you know, Claude that suddenly comes in out of nowhere in the play, and, you know, it kind of recaps the entire play for you, and it's a re really creative and funny way of doing it, you know, so I have to applaud um, the anime for integrating that, you know, so it was really creative, really funny, and it was really is a perfect way of wrapping up the season, in my opinion. Yeah, there, there isn't really any way that Shoff could have ignored that uh, that being so instrumental to the story as it is. Uh, speaking of Free, though, Bish, do you think that Onodera is kind of like Rei in, this, in the sense that she got cock-blocked? <laughs> what? She, she got, but she okay, got hardcore so, um, cock-blocked, though. So this is the direction this um, episode is going to take. No, wait, no, I don't think so. But it, she did get cock-blocked though, didn't she? I mean... She, no, she she kind of did, all the time. But I don't... I wouldn't say she's like Rey. <laughs> no, no, but if, if you think about it, Rey wanted to go on the relay, and then she got cock-blocked at the last seconds by the rudder. Right? That's true, but... I don't think he was cock-blocked at all. I think she... Something happened, and obviously she couldn't be able to attend the play. But that, that's what I'm saying, she got cock-blocked. No, it wasn't, last cock, it, wasn't, it wasn't like Rin just... Raz Kaja goes in there and like... Hey, Ray, fuck you. No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like Chitoge did that. It was Ch Chitoge didn't want to even take the part. Do you know what I mean? She didn't. So it's it's because she had to. I don't think she was cock blocked in any way. I think life cock blocked her essentially. Okay, but um, if, if, if there's any... someone, if there's someone that got cock blocked here, I would say that it's Marika. I would definitely say yeah. In, in, yeah, in regards, I, I can agree in regards to the play, in regards to the play. No, but she she never had a spot in the play at all originally, right? So it wasn't much of a cock-blonk. Hang on, because Marika was supposed to be the replacement for Onodera if she by any reason couldn't make it. And not only Onodera did not make it, but also Marika didn't make it. Like to okay. actually play to actually play Juliet. Actually, disregarding the gags from from the episode that Marika actually did when they show up. But like, um, are there any um Onodera fans here? Oh, oh, here, oh, I'm right here. Hello. Okay, Joe. So, 
I want to know um, your opinion as an Umbrella fan. Did you did you feel any salt when that happened? <laughs> Wait, any what? <laughs> did salt. you feel any salt when when like um, Undead got cock blocked from a moment with the uh, Raku? Uh, I, I would have been pissed if that happened to me. If it, I, if it had been the other way around. I am an ocean of salt right now. <laughs> I knew it. I, like, I feel you, Joe. I would have been so mad. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it because it, it was a really good Chitoke and Raku moment, but I, I really feel bad for the Ondera fans. Even though they got their little moment at the end, I, I still feel that they, they both got to... Uh, Ondera specifically got uh, the short end of the stick in the end, and it kind of sucks. But, uh, but let me see if I can get Joe out of his saltiness. So we're discussing favorite episodes, right? I would come out and say this right now if it wasn't already obvious enough. I'm not a Gonoleta shipper, but I love the episode in which uh, Raku and Onodera are at the store where the mom goes away and they need a part-time worker. I oh love that episode. Oh my god, I love that episode. And this coming from uh, from uh, from someone who doesn't ship Onodera. I love that really? episode. You don't you the, don't ship them really? Okay. No, we'll, we'll, no, we'll talk no, about I don't. them later, yes, but I don't. That's so, interesting. All I could help but think about is um I don't know if you guys recall Kimi ni Todoke. I suggested the Christmas episode of that show uh, for the Christmas episode. So Onodera and Raku are the same. They're, they're basically Sawako and Kasehaya. It's just mm. that for it's just that for some reason, um, and for me, I since I managed to see Kimi Nitodoke, it was painful to watch the interaction between Sawako and Kasehaya. But for some reason, I don't see that in Raku and Onodera. At least not in season one. At least it, it Where, was like hmm. it was obviously it was really obvious, like painfully obvious that like they were supposed to be like one and the same. It got annoying, to be honest. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. This, which is why it was so infuriating that yes. like the Omidera yes, didn't just yes. confess her feelings. Guys, guys, you haven't seen infuriating. Like, you, you two like each other. Just get together until you <laughs> no, have seen Kimi No, that's exactly what I was screaming at. The, I was screaming that at the fucking screen. Well, Tusagumi doesn't matter. I was screaming that at the screen the entire time. I want to come clean on this, like, because um, I've seen season two and that and that shaped my opinion of Onodera. Oh, but please don't uh, spoil. But, by the way, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, so, so I'm gonna stick with season, season one here. I okay. mean, the, I mean, I never got to the point in which I felt that that it, I feel that it was painful to watch that Raku and Onodera. I basically I never found myself in the point where I would say I'm I'm rooting. It's just that the um, that the comedy paces between Onodera and Raku were, at least to me as a viewer, more enjoyable to watch. And yes, I'm a Sugumi shipper, but her episode just wasn't all that because she still wasn't accl acclimating to just having feelings for Raku. But when it comes when it comes to Onodera, at least like at least that episode is just. And oh my god, the uh, the the Onodera's mom teasing her, that that was hilarious. That was hilarious. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty sure that I could watch it. That I could watch that a hundred times, and I would still laugh at that part. Okay, but commenting on the Onodera and Raku thing, I think that I agree with the Joe here. It was it got to the point where I was like, I think that this is um, 
just the nuisance the story because no, if I you think say, about I, it well i did say it was like a nuisance of story no, i was just to, really to, pissed to me, that odona dared to confess her feelings I'll, I'll i'll explain why i think it kind of like was detrimental i feel that like you know what raku it, it kind of ruins the aspect of a harem because you know for one, in a ha- like in a harem, usually um, the main character doesn't know who he wants to be with. Right? Exactly, exactly. This How is the really, opposite. Know- it's like you fucking know that you want to be with Onodera, just quit being a pussy and get your shit together. Why? Why is this even a harem then? It's kind of well. The you know- thing is, I think he's just afraid because it's like he doesn't know if, like Onodera is like the person he met in the past. Like, because, like, what if he started dating Onodera and then like he ended up finding out who was really like his like partner? I'll get onto that. The thing is, there, there are so many stupid moments in the anime where Raku's like, you know what? I don't care about what happened in the past because it, it's really my emotions now that matter. And then five seconds later, he'll be like, you know what? I, I changed my mind. I actually think that the promise in the past was really important. And it's like, make up your fucking mind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this, this story is going nowhere. The, that, that's the attempt of Komi trying to cook a plot for the show. It's like Where, it's going in circles here, but that, the reason that's, I'm so it, that's what harems are. That's what no, harems no, are. No, 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 no. But the reason is <laughs> the reason is in other harems you actually have like um I don't know like a tiny chance of your ship becoming true, right? But in this case, since Raku is all, all no, he likes Kevin, on the Kevin, there is practically Kevin? no chance of him being paired up with anyone else. Kevin, Kevin, that's what, what? Nisekoi or plot? Choose one. No, but it's like this. This, I feel like it's a wolf in sheep's skin here because it's like it's trying to be a harem, but it's it's not. It's painfully obvious that it's not. I I, I have a comment. I have come a comment regard, regarding that because I've been seeing theories about that. Now she called me. It's rumored that when he started producing Nisekoi, he didn't envision Nisekoi as a harem. Actually, that's one. Ooh. My and life the, is and, a lie. Oh my god, my life is a lie. Here's what I've been reading, and I'm just throwing this out there without knowing if it's true myself or not. What Komi intended with, to do with Nisekoi was do a romantic comedy, basically the triangle of Raku, Onodera, and Shitoge, with some Sugumi humor. That's what he intended to do. But apparently the editor told him that it was better to do a harem, and it would actually make him sell... More, more, more than what he's selling there. That fucks everything up, though, because, like, it crushes so many dreams. You know, you know how many ships are sunk? Well, have been sunk because uh, of that? I mean... Wait. Just, let's just stop right there in terms of they ships. They created the love pentagon. No, I mean, no, no the, the, the thing about a herring is that they're designed to make you root for a character. So actually, the herring going in circles, the the story going in circles, is actually beneficial to make it to a herring. No, it, no, it's not. No, it's not. Here. I just said that since Raku has feelings for Nodera, it's impossible to ship him with anyone else because it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. You you know that it's not going to happen. So there's no point in reading because you know that if there was a canon ending, let's say that there, the, the author decided to not have an open ending, you just know that Raku and Onodera would get paired off eventually. Because he, it's explicitly stated that he has feelings for her and no other character. He might might have some doubts occasionally, but it's obvious but that's, that. But that's his own internal dialogue. 
That's his own internal dialogue. It's not like he decided to act up, upon those those feelings because he's already he's he's dating Chitoge and then he's worried about the this. So but, there's a so but, so he feels. He, yeah, it's conflicting. But like, you can't say to me with a straight face that he doesn't like Amdera more than like Chitoge or Tsugumi and stuff. You can't say that with a straight face, right? I don't know. Anyway, we should we should probably move on to we already covered stories, so let's go to characters then. Alright. Hey. Um in terms of characters, I'll start off with character design. Character design obviously a lot of shaft animes do look similar. Um in terms of character design and whatnot. And they're and they're pretty they are, they're beautiful, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, the show was like was very pretty. It was and and what I enjoyed about it as well was the fact that, you know, you have your you know, in the comedic scenes you kind of have your kind of low tech sort of animations, which are less detailed and whatnot. Which is fair enough, and I, I like that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, I, I like what's going on with the anime. It looks great. I haven't seen the manga. I'm not going to comment on it because we are an anime podcast at the end of the day. But I loved, I love the animation style, and I found it very uh, refreshing to me because it's very similar to other stuff. I wouldn't say it's similar to stuff that JC staff would do. It's its own separate entity, and it's, you know, but it, it, it was very familiar to me, uh, very colorful as well, which was very interesting. Uh, in terms of least favorite characters, I'll be honest with you, it's not actually one of the girls. Really? It, yeah, it's Shu. Oh, I, was, oh, I, I agree. Was, I had a feeling it was Shu. It's Shu. The reason I say that is because Shu is, first of all, he's a he's a punching bag for a lot of jokes. He's always getting beaten up by uh, Ruri, and um, I find it's, it's it's he's not needed at all in the anime, and that's that's my personal opinion. Another character that I don't like as much even though he's very beneficial to the story um is of course raku and the reason i say that is because i just don't like his attitude do you know what i mean he's very explain as you, what as aspect you, of it as you guys mentioned like he likes onadera but at the same time it's like he gets confused because he's like oh okay so i'm 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 starting to grow upon chitogi you know so it's it's kind of that aspect and i'm like dude come on just on the side. <laughs> I'll be honest with you because wow. he's a yakuza. He's a yakuza. Oh wow! Yeah, he's basically going to be a yakuza boss, and a lot of yakuzas, um, they tend to have more than one mistress. It's well known, uh, so he could do that as well. Uh, probably his dad has like loads of mistresses. Anyway, but that's another thing. I find that he's very soft as a character. He's very like he needs to make a lot of decisions, yet he doesn't make any decisions throughout the course of this anime he's always confused i agree he, he's it's kind of like that effect where it's like you have all this stuff to do but in the end you do none of it yeah and it, it kind of reminds me of the opposite of um a character the main character from haganai because you know he he knows what he's doing the the one thing i want to say about haganai is that it's a herring but it's a smart herring but we'll discuss that whenever haganai come it comes around hmm. i have to disagree there bish because i think it's the opposite, actually, because, like I said, Raku clearly has one person in mind. It's just that he fails to act on his No, on but his the thing emotions, is, right? he doesn't really trust his emotions, and even then, he doubts himself sometimes. And the fact that he's thinking about another girl just shows that he's not really with the whole Onodera thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's not focused completely on Onodera, which is, for me, is disappointing. And obviously, it's understandable because if you had him focus on Onodera, it would just be a love story between Onodera and Raku, and that's it seems dumb. 
Um, another thing is in terms of that. So pretty much, I don't like the male characters in this anime. That's pretty much what I'm saying. Um, in terms of female characters who I dislike, I'm sorry to whoever likes. Um, don't don't say it. Don't say it. No, don't, you have to. You have to. Don't, I don't have to. do it. Do it. Do it. I'm sorry. Do it. Um, do it. Do it. Just do it. Wow, Tyson. Um, this is probably going to be aired like three months later than that whole incident. So Bitch, people are going to forget about it. Mm. No, please don't what, do this to me. Um, do you know who I really dislike? I'm sorry. I'm going to shoot if a torpedo at someone's ship. <clears throat> Tyson. What? Um, I like Tsugumi. Honestly do. Um, but there's something about her that find, for me is the same sort of thing. It's like she's so senpai noticed me. And she's like, no, no, I don't like him. And at the same time, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to suck his dick. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being very lewd here. But at the same time, it's kind of true. Like, you, she's very thirsty for um, Raku. That's, that's one thing. Thirsty. Oh my God, no. She's thirsty. thirsty. Give her a bottle of water. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm being honest with you. It's because um, I, I just don't like how she acts. Even I think remember the spin the bottle thing. Was it the spin the bottle or was it? It was some card game. What's a card game? Um, it was that. all made. It was all made during yeah, the sauna it, episode. Yeah, they were doing that, and and I was like, what the fuck? Why is she? Why is she even getting involved? Like she doesn't really like him. Like everyone else's interest in Raku has, you know, some sort of prevalence in the sense that there's history behind that. She's just lusting over him. She doesn't really like him, from what I can see. And that's why I don't really like her. She's a great character, though. I'm not going to deny that. It's not like I'm going to shit all over your waifu. Because that's not <laughs> the place. <laughs> no, that's my job. And my job. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whose many job is to shit on, to shit on my dreams? It's what? A, it's a collective effort. <laughs> it's everybody's oh! job. <laughs> no. so, like, do you think that, you think only one person can do that? We need an entire group to just shit on your waifus. Yeah, uh, by the way, <laughs> I think we're hiring. We, we, we need more battle. people to help us with this. Um, please contact me on Twitter if you're interested in helping me in the crusade against Tyson's waifus. Yeah. In the crusade. PSA there. <laughs> in at, the crusade. Uh, at the Tempest oh Phoenix, but make sure to capitalize everything. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, capitalize only, only everything. the first letter of every word. But... Steam and prepare for battle. We are about to sink Kevin off port. Oh no, don't say enjoy that. Me, enjoy his work. Don't, don't say about sinking Kevin with semen. That sounds wrong. <laughs> Am I like walking off? No, 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 no. Here. He's a more PG-13. Tyson, you were disgusting. No, yeah, I remember, think, I've... what happens in Tyson time stays in Tyson time, okay? I, I know yeah. that you think yeah, of Tyson, me a lot. Learn, you need to understand that, Tyson. No, no, hang on, because you are, you two actually have dirty minds because you're thinking about that liquid substance when I'm referring to people who work on the battleship. No, but like... The only liquid substance I drink is water. What kind, of, what kind of stuff something. are you I... thinking about, you innocent man? Like, I noticed that Tyson just can't stop thinking about me. Like, I don't know... Maybe Tyson is secretly Sundera. I mean, maybe he, he just no, really no, likes you know. He's not secretly Sundera. He is Sundera. Um, no, I'm a, I'm a cool daddy. I'm not a Sundera. All right, Tyson. But you're That's very what a Sundera would say. A Kudere doesn't talk I'm, that much. I'm a mix of Sundera and Kudere. Can't be a mix, Tyson. There can only be one. There can only be one. Kudere aren't that talkative, though. Wait, what? 
Yeah, you are very vocal about your, your your opinions and emotions. Hence why you're Sundere. Yeah, you can't be a Kudre. Yeah. You, you kind of remind me of Taiga from uh, Toradora. Just saying. I'll probably watch Toradora sometime in my anime lifetime. Sometime, you have to. I'll probably, I'll probably suggest it. Someone will. Anyway, um, right, uh, can I say back, my least favorite character? Yeah, say your least favorite character. Please do not let it be Jitogi, please. No, no, I, no, I, I do, actually. Joe hates Sugumi. Joe hates Sugumi. Yeah, I, I hate I hate Sugumi, but that's for that's for best girl. That's for best and worst girl debates. I'm talking right now. I'm talking about um, yeah, least favorite. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Fish. Like Shu was like he was funny at first, but it got old really fast. Like I can't. It just felt annoying. It just felt like like a running gag that I just didn't want to like see again. It's like because like you expect the same. You see the same thing. It's like oh like he's like he's being his old goofy self, but then like Rudy just like comes in and just like screws him up. I agree. Um, you know what? I'm gonna have to jump in the train here. Although I mean, I, I do think Shu got a bit boring after a while. But there's one character that I think is also a punching bag. But is even more annoying because he's actually hateable. It's like you wanna, you wanna like hold him in your hand and just crush him. You know who that is? Who? Mariko. Claude. Who? Claude. Oh, Claude. Oh, no, Claude. shut up. No, did you, did you know what did you just say, Tyson? What? Mariko. No, no. We're, we're going to have a talk here. So. Okay. Um. Anyways, I think Claude. He's so annoying because I think. His gags weren't funny. That weren't that funny to begin with. And later on, you're just like, okay, not only is that not funny, but it's a dick move. It's a huge dick move. Like, yeah. I mean, agree. I know it's supposed to be a silly anime, but like, no matter how you look at it, that's just a huge, you know, like cock block and disrespect for Raku and you know Chitoge. I just I hate his character. He has no purpose. In the enemy whatsoever. I mean, well, he does have a purpose. To... He's the overprotective guardian of Shitoge. Yeah, but he's the asshole overprotected guardian that's used as a punching bag for for humor and, and bad humor. I'd say at that, you know. Well, I w I will agree on the bad humor part. If I were to give a, an example of you know, a good or somewhat better punching bag, I'd say Rudy. I mean, yeah, she, she's um, a source of comedy, right? That's used over and over and over again in the anime, but each time it's different, right? Each time she tries to push Onodera uh, closer to Raku in a different way, right? So at least then, it's not the same thing. You, you, you don't know exactly what I expect from Rudy, right? So the, it's still funny even later on towards the end of the season. Whereas Claude, it's the same thing all the time. He's always there with his binoculars on the tree. It never changes. It's, it's not dynamic. His character is very much static. No, and, what I found no. really funny about that is that like it came at the most like like at, like at, like all these different times. It was just really funny because it's just like oh there he is, and like it got like it, it kept it was very repetitive. I admit that, but like it was just funny where he was like in the most unexpected places, just watching you with that face. He's creepy, to be honest. Yeah, it was like that really funny kind of creepy. When you put it that way. I find it difficult to disagree with because, as Kevin mentioned, Claude is not versatile. He's not dynamic. It's like his gag is composed over the same thing. And you realize, and I'm going to jump on the boat here about saying Claude is um, 
is a hateable character. And that part where that episode where Chitoke has a birthday and they're celebrating it at her mansion, where Clug comes to Raku and says, Oh, look who the cat dragging, Master Raku. I'm afraid of, give, of giving her of giving my gift to to the to the young miss now. Like, fuck you, Claude. Fuck you. No, but I, I was so happy when he got completely destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before, Wait, what? You know, remember when, when Claude um, presents his, the car to uh, Chitagoye and she's like, I don't even have a license, bitch. You can take it back. And he just, oh. like, dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, well, I love that. just like, Talk to the hand, oh right? Um, <laughs> but overall, guys, wrap things up about characters. What do you think of them? Because I think that um, there are certain moments where I feel that the characters are kind of 2D, to be honest. I feel that some of the characters, even the main, some of the main ones, were defined by, you know, they're very 2D because they had one defining trait, or rather one defining gag. I think the reason that is, for me, the, the, from what I can see, it, is the fact that there is too many characters. Um, as Tashin mentioned before, you know, how it originally should have been done, whether that's true or not, that actually kind of makes sense. If he did actually have, you know, three characters in this love triangle, and obviously Tsugumi has comedic um, effect, I think that would have made it a lot more precise and a lot more um you have a lot Combat. more character development yeah mm -hmm. i think so like the fact that it might be the case that all these other side characters were possibly maybe even supposed to be character traits for the original let's say the trinity um probably true and i think that's what it was probably and then as you mentioned tyson the editor was like no you have to make it a harem whatever so he was kind of forced to give it off to different characters so i think it, it kind of should have been like that in that sense so I'm, I'm kind of disappointed by the fact that there isn't much character development um because there is too many characters you see what i mean it's very diluted that's the word i yeah, just described it's, diluted. It, you know? it's like putting too much oh no you guys don't have ribena so this is like a really shitty analogy but it's like having squash you know that juice you just put too much water in it it's like really concentrated juice and you put too much water in it and it just mm -hmm. tastes like shit. Yeah. It's like that. It, it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth because, you know, you could tell that these characters, if you really just took a lot of them out and just put their character traits into the other characters or even focus on the other characters a lot more, then it would have been um, a lot better, in my opinion. Yeah, it's... It you know, the anime on a whole is kind of like Raku. It's really indecisive. It doesn't really have a direction yeah. that it knows that it wants to go to. You know, it's just going everywhere, you know? It goes to um, to pinpoint the issues that I have with Nisekoi as a whole, as a, as a plot. Precisely. And I think you guys just made my case, basically, about why I say, why I, say I love and hate Nisekoi. And when I, when I hate, like, like this plot that, that goes nowhere I mean no but I but I just want to go really briefly over characters because we're kind of we're kind of sticking too much time into this but this is supposed to be a war so um, so character design this is Shaw so this is beautiful least favorite characters I already said that um, that club was one 
I find myself mixed with uh, with Shu because already Bish, Kevin, Kevin and Joe said that they don't like him, but I'm still I'm I'm still on the fence regarding Shu because I actually like his comedy bits, especially when he's when he just tried to be the devilish part of trying to well, get. I, I, um, the thing is, I like them too. It's just that they got old. Like it's kind of like okay, like I I get it. Like can we just like take a break from it at least? It, it it's a gag that's overplayed. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Mm, if they had left it, I can see where you're coming from, but um, but I'm not ready to just make a statement regarding that. Oh, I hate you. I'm sick. I'm really on the fence of it regarding him. Mm, okay. Um, as for him, as for I would I would say Rocco is also the least favorite character, but but again, Heron 101. I can really hate Rocco for that. Um, as a, as as favorite as favorite characters, um, I would say Ruri is one because I also like her yes. comedy bits even, even, even more than than shoes. Did you just say favorite character, Ruri? Yeah. Other right. than the the best girls and stuff, that's for later, right? Yeah, yeah, that's for, that's for later. Those out. That's okay, very interesting, okay. Tyson. Uh, that's what I'm gonna say. Do you know the one scene that saw me on Ruri? I'm really being. I like you. You, I like you. The <laughs> you remember the if you remember the episode in which they're going to the um, festival. No, it's not the festival. Is that? Um, oh my god! Um, where, where where they go outside? I can't. It's very vague. <laughs> no, it, no, 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 the no, 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 no. No, outside of I school. Also like that I, outside of, I saw a school where Shu just selects uh, everybody in the group, and 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 just Ruri's just pushing on Odera to make it to fall on to fall on Raku, to fall on Raku Oh, I, the school, uh, the school thing. I know which one you're talking about. The the one where they're in the forest, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, yes, it's nice. Nice. I, I I love that part, especially when Ruri's just 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 pushing on Odera. To just be close to Raku, and then she, and then when the, when the driver just goes left and Ryan just really pushing on Odera, I'm like, oh my god, you, I like you, I like you. Yeah, that's a, that's actually like why I really like Ruby too, because it's like she's actually trying to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She she's trying to make the plot go somewhere, you know? Like a thumbs up to Ruri for that. Yeah, it's like it's kinda sad when like the supporter is doing better than like the main character. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so I think we should we should move on because it's the best girl. Hang on. Look, are you are you guys mentally prepared? Should we cover best girl now? I think we should. Yes. I want to. Uh, Oh let's, my god, let's do this. unleash the cannons. Okay, unleash the, unleash the cannons. Torpedoes armed and ready. Guys, I'm guessing we all have different best girls. So this is going to be a, a straight up crazy thing. Hang on, but can let me we, just say. Um, can we have more than one? We can, I'm, I'm going to have more than one. Okay, okay, few. Um, Good. This is going to be crazy. It's like Bish wants a heron for his home. It's not fair. I was like, bitch is like, I, I think every girl except for Sugumi is best girl. No, no, let me, let me be honest with you. Um, I have nothing against, I'm going to be very peaceful and very political here. I have nothing against everyone else's best girl. have no problems with Sugumi or anything like that. And everyone, we, we have to mention this now, everyone has their own opinions. So let's not really, let's be civil about this. No, this is a war. Tsugumi sucks. There's nothing civil about this. This is a war. This is barbaric. This oh, is like... You, you get your hands dirty. 
I'm trying to be Switzerland here, you understand? but, you know. I've, I've got my guns, my cannons, I've got the front of my no, ship ready. No, 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 Bish, Bish, you are the captain of the Gorilla Punch. You don't get to be civil. You go to you don't war take prisoners. With... All right, exactly. then, let me, let me say, okay, um, as you guys know, it's Ichitoge. And the reason I say that is because she's, first of all, I love how you said that. It's like, um, honestly, so, um, it's 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 Chitoge. Yeah, it's Chitoge. It's, it's like it's because no, the name I chose for his ship is already well, a reference to Chitoge. It's, it's obvious. Yeah. The what I like about her, she gets um, first of all, she gets picked on a lot. They call her, you know, she's she's mentioned gorilla, or whatever. And to me, I don't. She doesn't look. She doesn't <laughs> look like wait, a gorilla. Can I say something? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt again. Remember that one scene where like Raku's giving Chitoge the a gorilla. <laughs> it's yeah. just yeah, the gorilla. I nearly died. <laughs> I loved it. I wait, hang on, the bish. You know, what you're saying? Let me just say my fucking point. Yeah, let him talk. Okay, let him talk. Okay. So what it was was that the fact that obviously she gets kind of picked on a lot. So I kind of felt sympathy towards her at the beginning. Um, it's also the fact that as a character, she has a very unique character design. Um, Onodera and her sister look very similar. That's one thing. But obviously, that's the season two thing, but I'm not really going to mention it now. But um, she's very unique. I've never seen a character that has blonde hair with pink sort of tips on the hair. It's quite odd, um, which I never actually noticed before. Um, it was very interesting. Also, she kind of reminds me of Taiga from um, Toradora, which obviously that anime has a lot of kind of thing to my heart. I don't, and I don't want to kind of spoil other animes that I've watched but it, the way that, that she's kind of she grows on Raku in a sense and Raku grows on her even though at the beginning they hated each other it reminds me of other animes that I've seen um, which I can't say because if I say which animes they are it, it will ruin the whole plot um, so it kind of reminds me of that sense so she's pretty much for me she's the best girl in that sense although in terms of other stuff my favourite favorite favorite character best girl has to be Ruri and the reason I say that is because Ruri is just a bitch and I like I just like bitches <laughs> there's something about it it's the fact that she doesn't give any fucks but at the same time she's very nice as you mentioned Tyson you know trying to help Onodera out and whatever it also reminds me of Taiga from from Toradora. I'm making so many Toradora references because these two characters remind me of Tiger the most and Tiger is if you ever see my laptop, Tiger is my wallpaper. Um hang on, you said that Shitoge is like Tiger and Ruri is like Tiger as well? Yes. What what? Is is very odd because Toradora is an anime which the characters are very well developed, unlike this anime. So <laughs> I, I'm sorry for saying that, but it's true. Um, yeah, I, I can agree at some points. Re regarding what Kunai is about, then yes, feel free to be as critical and, and as harsh. You need to be about Nisekoi. Yeah, even, so even though I'm, even though it's my suggestion, I don't care. It's not. It's not just about that. Like I enjoy Nisekoi. It's just that that thing is kind of something that I'm not really too sure about in terms of character development. I've already spoken about it. But those two characters themselves kind of make a tiger. For me, that's why I have to have two best girls. Um, <laughs> And also oh, the fact that Ruri has this... I don't know, I like glasses. That's, it's just another thing. I just enjoy glasses. And she has really long hair. She, also, Tiger has really long hair. So, um, it's also the fact that she doesn't... She's very sundera. She's like... 
very, it's, she's so sundara, it, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth, and I like that. I like that taste. Um, <laughs> do you like that taste? I like, I love that taste. <laughs> oh, do you? I'm just licking my lips. Oh, no, joking, no, that's too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I like how she acts, and I like how she's really, and this is another thing that reminded me of Tiger, how she kind of treats friends. She's very loyal to Onodera. And she only wants the best for Onodera. Similar to how Tiger wants the best for Minorin in Toradora. So that's what I like. And I enjoy that. And she looks to Onodera before herself. You see what I mean? She's very selfless as a character. Yet at the same time, she's a bitch towards Shu. She always kind of punches him out and, you know, like nags at him or whatever. So that's what I like about those two characters. They are my favorites. And let, but let's be truthful here, bitch. You would definitely ship Ruri and Chu. You would definitely ship them. How did you know? How did you know? I was gonna get into that, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> Ruri, Ruri and Chu. Tyson <laughs> guessed my ship last time on the Denmachi episode. I, I think oh he's a psychic. He should be director of ships now. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Director of fanfics and director of ships now? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. It should be a fancier title. It should be master ship builder. There you go. <laughs> No, no, Master Shipbuilder is bitch. Master Shipbuilder. Yeah, that's me. You can't take that away from me. I was gonna talk about other ships. He can put that on his business card. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so he's executive senpai of Gulp LLC and Master of Ships. All right. My business card is gonna be an A1 sheet of paper. Uh, not yeah, probably an A1 <laughs> sheet of paper just with different titles. There you go. <laughs> both, both real and made up ones. Yeah. Eternal presidents of Get a Life podcast. Eternal president. <laughs> so, so, so you're already wishing that bitch would die, so you can put that in his business card. That wouldn't even be a business card anymore. That'd just be like in no, a, no, like no. a long <laughs> sheet of like paper. Bitch, just carry around like a golden plaque with him, you know, with with his like credentials <laughs> carved in them. Oh my god! Tyson would probably have to pay for that. And just hand no, them out to no, every person he meets, no. you know. <laughs> Kevin, you just put the most like the most serious image in the mind. No, no, but it should be like Bish, like it should be a statuette actually with a plaque. No, imagine Bish with like a bunch of chains, gold chains, and it's just like a giant plaque that just says I'm the man. No no. Yeah, it should be a plaque, but on the plaque it should be a statue, right? Of Bish surrounded by like his best girls and like oh my killing a bear or something, you know, in a heroic pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, and not any statue. One of sta one of Bish being in David's body with a massive wing. Tyson, don't say that. We or we already know how big my wang is. Don't say it online. No, no, you already said it. Okay, you already well, said it. Well, well, I don't know why Tyson know knows how uh, big Bish's wang is. I don't want to find out. That, that's, I, that's I don't continue. know how he knows. <laughs> Kevin, see, he is a dirty man. Oh my god. Anyway, um, Tyson, I'll let you talk about your uh, ships. Oh, not your ships, sorry, your best girl. <laughs> Alright, it's not it's not a secret, so I'm like I'm like <laughs> Kevin and Joe. It's like it's not a secret that if that my best girl is Sugumi. And there's something about Kuderes that appeal to me. And unlike Kevin, that he tries to play the joke on me that um, I only like girls who have short hair or blue hair or bo or both. Tyson only likes girls that, that are like Naoto. That cross dress, you forgot that important part. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm, that is no, true. The, yes, well, I'm noticing a pattern here. That's you can't why I think deny. you're gonna enjoy uh, Yukimura. 
Yes. No, no comment. No, Kevin, no you comment. Know, you know what Tyson? You know what Tyson likes? Tyson likes yes, every basically. girl that acts just like Naoto. True. He likes girls with guns. I I, I can yeah. respect that. Blue girls Smurfs? with guns. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is gonna follow me for the rest of my podcasting career. That I like girls with with blue hair and guns. Anyway, I. Not only it, not only do I find it, do I find that that Sugumi is cute, but I will say one bad thing about Sugumi, and I have to be consistent in this. <gasps> oh my god! What the hell is that? <laughs> it's just the way you said that. It's like, not only is uh, Sugumi cute, but it's like, is <laughs> the, the voice you said it in? Wait, what? It was like, it was a full-on like fangirl, Tyson's fangirl <laughs> voice right there, like. We, we, we need to see this oh side of Tyson God. more on the podcast. Who thinks that? Tyson, continue, continue, please. There is one thing that I, begin, that, that I will say about Sugumi, and I have to be consistent about this. What's up with the big boots? It, like, do, it, well, do we really... You have to realize, you have to realize, Tyson, all characters with guns and um, who are also tomboys and have blue hair have big boobs. Naoto, same. Naoto doesn't have big boobs. Tyson, yeah, she does. You uh, if you watch the animation, girl... wait, 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 wait. If you watch the animation, Persona for the animation, he says, "Who fun bags?" He does say that, and it is mentioned um, throughout the animation of Persona Four and throughout the games. You know, the thing is that I've been very vocal about my dislike of girls with big boobs, and you're trying to circle all of this like. Oh, but your choice of girls are all around big boobs. Do you suppose me as a boob man? And like, not only I'm not a boob no, man, I'm not a pervert. It's not like I'm not noticing Bish. about that. I'm not noticing that in my choice Tyson of best girl. does not like big boobs, unless those big boobs are attached to a blue-haired girl with the guns that is a tomboy. Am, am I right? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's the only yeah, exactly. exception. You, you three are gonna just gonna pick on me for, okay, for eternity. Tyson, Tyson, I'll give I'll give you a serious answer. I'll give you a serious answer. I think it's just like a lot, like a recurring thing. Like every every girl I've seen, like in a show or like a game or something that binds, usually ends up being the one with the biggest knockers. Knockers. <laughs> what? Oh gosh. That, what? That's that's a weird term. Continue, Joe. Continue. Well, because I just noticed it a lot. It's like every girl that binds ends up like being the one with the, the biggest rack, right? With um the um, biggest. The, oh, the just biggest, say it, um, Joe. Proportions. Just say it. I mean, I love how Joe refrains himself from saying, from saying tits or boobs. I like. Oh, I love it. He did say knockers though, but that's <laughs> <laughs> still an euphemism. Respect your Shia LaBeouf. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's being a dead about it. No, it, it's being that's called being a gentleman. Jeez. Get it right. Um, that's not being a knockers is such a vulgar word. It's better than like tits. No, tits sound really. It sounds really English. Tits. <laughs> yeah, like Cockney London. Tits. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have a. I'll have a bag of fish and chips. That's it's that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Tits. That's what. It's oh like. gosh. It's not like knockers. Knockers sounds really degrading. But anyway, it's like the most bane reason for living for liking a girl, but I'm not above that. So yeah, so Isagumi is cute and a story. Wait, wait, hang That's on. why just I just like because her. of that? Fair enough. Yes. Wait, you don't have any other justification other than about her like personality? Oh, you you are a shallow person, sir. You are shallow. Without logic, every girl would be best girl. That's true. No, no, it, no, no. I agree. 
can I explain? By that logic, Onodera would be best girl for me because she is the cutest. Every woman character in this show is cute. I will say that. But the fact that I say that my Shoei Fursugumi as best girl is shallow is just that she's not giving enough screen time. I mean, she, she's not she's not part of the main herring. She has no so reason to be. You want to see more of her. Technically, yes. And, um, and, re and regarding to that, she, but she may be the biggest Shitoge and Raku shipper. Well, she may well still being conflicted about it herself. But, but then she's, again, only, would... she's only shipping because she's obliged to. Yet, at the same time, she wants to be part of that ship. She wants to secretly be Chitogi. That's the, from what I can see. Yeah, I can, make it, I can definitely agree with that. And also, um, I don't know if I'm thinking anybody's ships here. Joe, Kevin, worst girl, Marika. Definitely Marika. I'm fucking. You. I, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Joe, you Joe, Joe. No, no, Joe. No, no, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, I'm sorry, but I agree with Tyson for once. Like, Marika. If you like Marika, then I, no, I bitch, can't, back I can't me respect that. Back me up here. Opinions. Whoa. What the fuck? I'm no. going to have to. Wait, wait, wait. No. I'm, I'm calling in the cavalry here. Um, <laughs> Kevin, okay. I agree with you. Oh, oh my god. No, nope, here it comes. Oh, I'm, oh, that's what I was gonna say. I'm not. There was no but. Marika's just not a shit character. I like her, and um, oh I my like, god, uh, I don't. I'm not gonna say your opinions are shit because you like Marika, and it. To be honest, it was predictable, very predictable. Um, I actually predicted that she would be uh, that yeah. that Kevin would go for Shitoge. The fact no. that he went for Marika, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but you guys can't see it, but I'm actually. Lifting my middle finger at the screen and pointing it at Kevin's avatar. No, actually, actually, can I can I actually say something serious now? It's like actually, while we were talking about this podcast, as we were, we were like breaking down everything, mm -hmm. when we were talking about Marika. Actually, I'm starting to like her a little more than I did before. Yes, to be honest. Join no, me. but you like her out of pity because she's sick. Not that you like. No, no, not that you like her character. Don't put words in his mouth, Tyson. You can't do that, to Joe. But she's really funny. She's really she's very funny. funny. She has See, a lot of comedic yes. effect. She kind of reminds me of Chihei. She's in... no. She okay. I'll, no, I'll get, she's, like, like, she's no, annoying. No, like she's she comes over. She like appears over and over again. But like once like during those times, she ends up being funny. It's kind of like. Like I'm not saying she's a good character, but like I'm not gonna say she's shit. Bish, she's a goofy shit. Bish, no, bish, bish. Don't compare Marika to Chihei. I have to. No, 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 don't do it because it's not because. Wait, Chie? What? Chie? No, 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 because it does not. Wait, 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 guys, wait, Bish, what did you just say? I said that she reminds me of Chie. Okay, well, objection. Screw you. You have no idea what you're saying. Okay, hang on, hang on. Let's have a vote here. Let me explain myself. Who thinks that they disagree? You guys are all gonna gangbang me, and that's fine. I'm ready. My body no, like, is ready she, for that. She's not like she's not like Chihei. That was not PG thirteen, bitch. That was not PG thirteen. This is a PG thirteen podcast. You should know that. Chihei could care less. Just because no, no, you mentioned gangbang, I can coming. sense the feminists coming. I can sense them coming already. Oh gosh. Anyway. Oh god. So what I was gonna say was that um, Chihei, you know. First of all, they, they look... I wouldn't say they look similar. No, they don't. They have similar hairstyles, although Marika does have that kind of long oh bit God. coming down. And I also, thought I was Bane. And I thought also, I was Bane. No, no, no. Listen. 
please. Also, she kind of has that kind of comedic effect. Chie, Chie does it by accident most of the time. I'll be honest with you. Chie has just comedic effect for most of, just by accident. But Marika also has that as well, and you need that character, you know? That's another thing. Also, um, that's it. She she reminds me of Chie in that way. It's, it's very vague, but that's how I make the connection. All right. Okay, okay, Vish, power to you. I'm not getting- I'm, I'm done. Okay. Just... I, I agree there, but because you gave us all the impression, I think, that they were very similar no, characters. No, they're, they're not very similar characters. In terms of personality No, no in terms stuff. of personality, okay. they're, not diff they're, not, um, they're not the same at all. But I mean, like, in terms oh, okay. of character right. design and obviously the fact that they're both comedic characters. That was a very long stretch, but obviously that's what I feel. Another thing is I like her as a character. It's not, I don't think she's shit, because she isn't. She's very funny at times. Yes, she's a bit annoying, but she's not she's not as annoying as other characters I've seen in different animes. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, like as of now, I think she's like an alright character for me. Like she's like mediocre. Whoa, whoa, that that changed quickly. That went from shit character to mediocre. I mean, I, I'm proud of you, Joe. I'm proud of you. Well, I mean, I mean, what like you talk you talk about it, and then like you just stuff changes. But I think Tyson's a hypocrite, though. Why am I all a right. hypocrite? Why? Okay, you're like... Guys, please, let me just finish my point. She's very, like... I don't know, she's very calculating, very, like... She knows what she's doing. She completely knows. Um, she knows how to get him. Like, she can try her hardest. Another thing is, she's very cute. Yes. Yes. I'll be honest, she... Other than Onodera, very cute character. I think she's one of the cutest. Um, something about her, she... What is the word? It's not Sundara, it's um, the one when they kill people. I forgot the name. Yandere? Y Yandere? Yes. She kind of reminds me of it. She's very Yandere. Um, no, she is a Yandere. She is. What? She no. is. And I like she's that like as well. She's crazy, what? No, she is, she is. No. She is a Yandere. She is, she is. No, like, she's, she was willing to kill anybody. No, no, I wouldn't, not to that extent, but she's she shows... She's like overly attached girlfriend. That's what I picked her as. No, no, hang on. Bish, are you finished with your point or do you still need more time? No, I'm finished with my point. Okay, because Kevin calls me a hypocrite, and I I'll, and, and I'll, I recall. I'll like, no, no, I'm... hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, because I remember saying in the in the past that I hated Yanderes, and that's still true to today. And then Kevin went on to agree with me, saying that he hates Yanderes and he likes Marika. Who's the hypocrite? Marika now? is not Yander. If you think, no, I'm sorry, but you have to be insane to think that. Marika's Yandere, because Yandere is like, okay, have you watched um, Mirai Niki? That's Yandere. Guys, bear in mind that they wouldn't have a Yandere um, character in this anime to that extent where they kill exactly. other people. I, Mainly because I completely disagree. That obviously, if, if they don't have the Yakuza killing other people in this anime, why would you have Yandere's? But at the same time, she does actually exhibit Yandere qualities. And I think the only the only thing that stops her from becoming Yandere is, is the fact that obviously... So the answer to like is Marika a Yandere would be yes and no yeah. because it's like she shows some of the qualities but she's not exactly a Yandere per se. Yeah, she's not she's not a full Yandere. Uh, she doesn't kill people, but at the same time she does show qualities of a Yandere character. Hence why I'm saying she's Yandere. Okay, and another, and another thing that I don't want to let this go past by the fact that Bish compared Chie, a character I'm alright with. She's not my best girl, my best persona for a girl, but. I'm alright with Chie, 
to Marika, a, a character that I'm not compl- that I'm not okay with it at all. You're such a hypocrite. Oh and my I kind of have the same views with Joe as to Marika becoming a mediocre character, but that involves me getting into the manga, and this is not about the manga. Okay. So I'm just gonna roll full steam with the whole I hate Marika. She's a gendera. That's it. But Tyson, let me let me tell you why oh, I Kevin, think you're Kevin, kind of a hypocrite Kevin. though. Here, it's because you like Sugumi, but you dislike Marika, and they're both very undeveloped characters that do not have much screen time, you know. And I don't see how how you could like Sugumi, but at the same time hate Marika because you know they're they're kind of similar in the sense, uh, you know, of their roles in no, the anime in the first not. season. No, in the first season, okay, I'll explain. In the first season, Marika only shows up for the last I think it was five episodes, right? And um, even though Tsugumi is introduced early on, she doesn't show up often either, right? I don't know what exactly about Marika makes you hate her so much, but I think that, yeah, she's not, you know, the most developed character, but she she's funny, you know? Not precisely the fact that she's too pushy. That, that, that's what I hate. That, that's what makes a yandere in my mind. Yeah, but that's not full that's yandere. Like, like, that's like one of the, one of the trains. So that you're willing to say that Marika is not a yandere to justify your decision for best girl is just absolutely absolutely outrageous. No, I'm firing, a, no, firing because... a missile to your ship right now. I'm sorry. Oh my god. This is why I think Marika is one of the best characters. It's just that because, you know, she has such great comedic value. The fact that, you know, she she has a very soft like Chie. Yes, um, she has a soft, very ladylike side, and then when she gets pissed, she has this full-on different accent and like different you know attitude, and it's just frigging hilarious in my point of view, right? Another thing is Marika kind of reminds me of Scrappy Doo. Don't know who that is. Scrap, Scrappy Dappy Doo. You, you know have never Sco- seen Scooby Doo in your life, Kevin. Scooby Doo. Scrappy Daffy Doo. Yeah, Scrappy Daffy Doo. Scooby Doo. You know Scooby Doo. Yeah, I know Scooby Doo. Scra- don't you oh mean Scooby Dooby Doo? No, Scrappy Daffy Doo. Oh, Scrappy Doo is like his his the the N- smaller one. Okay, yes. yeah. Scrappy Doo. I don't Doo. care about him. I, I, I... Let me at him. Let me at him. No, <laughs> you don't. No. Yeah, yeah, I remember him now. But Marika reminds me of that. Oh. She's like, let me at, let me at him. That's what she's like. And Tyson, you weren't completely wrong when you you made your guess with the ships because actually with the best girl because I mean I do think Chitoge is also one of the best girls but I'll be honest when I first in the first few episodes she was a bitch okay I, I think we can all agree on this that she's being a bitch to Raku I, I mean she's being really self-entitled and despite what he was trying to do to be nice she still rejected him and you know was just being really disrespectful, you know? Precisely the reason why, why I hate Chitoge in season one. Yeah, but she changes though. I think that she changes later on in the season. She becomes, you know, she warms up to him, right? So she changes. No, 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 but, but at least how I see it, I still hated Chitoge by the, by, by the end of season one. It's in season two when I started to warm up to her. Each to their own, really. Oh, I haven't said my best and worst girl yet. Alright, so, there goes without saying, my, um, best girl was Onodera. I just thought she was, like, she was super cute, like, she was, like, really, she was, like, really kind. Like, I really liked her personality. Like, she was, like, she was, like, really kind to everybody, like, she didn't, like, she wasn't trying to be mean to everybody. She's only a few normal characters, I have to say. She's, she's the only one that's really normal. Yeah, she was, like, you know, really that... normal, and it's, like, 
It's like I really felt like she was the one that like should be with um, exactly. Rocket. Okay, we'll, we'll get on to ships later, but yeah, I I definitely agree. I think the comparison between Onodera and Shie is more apt than Shie yeah. and Marika. No. What? No. What? No. 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 Tyson. No. No, Tyson. That doesn't work either. No, in the fact that Onodera is more normal than than the rest of the uh, of the other characters. Chie is far from normal. She's a very uh, to to me. I would say I wouldn't say Yukiko at all, but it would be the closest would be Yukiko, in the sense that mm. Yukiko doesn't really talk to guys at all, really. Um, I can but, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I think that's yeah that that'd be that better. would be a better thing. I still don't think you can really compare Onodera to actually any other character. She's very unique in the sense that she's super shy. Um, and that's obviously, I can understand why you like that, um, Joe, because I like that as well. It's very nice to see a character that really, she cares about others to such an extent where she kind of, you know, she's like, okay, cool. I know this person likes this other person. I'll just take a seat. And, um, it's very nice. And my, for my, for my worst girl, I'm going to have to drop the nuke on Tyson. Oh my yes, God. It was <laughs> nice Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just that, like, like her introduction was like interesting. Where like she was like supposed to like hunt down, um, hunt down like to hunt down Raku, because like she's dating Tsutoge. and but like after that, it just got really, 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 really boring. I agree. Because it's like she just did the same thing over and over again. It's like she got like she saw him. She got mad. Like she, like she talked about her feelings for her, or like for him, like to, and she told it all to herself. And like when somebody tried to interfere, she just beat the crap out of them. I think that, in Tyson's defense, I can't believe I'm actually defending Tyson here, but I mean, in his <laughs> defense and in Tsugumi's defense, I think that um, her character was not done justice in the first season, or I haven't watched the second season, but um, I think that the author kind of um, left her with the short end of the stick, whereas she was where she was introduced um right and she was present for like a few episodes after she's introduced and then she kind of like dropped off the map and then only reappeared later in very minor moments you know what i mean like i f i don't i don't think that she did anything notable uh from her like into the from the episode after she was introduced until like um Chitoli's birthday where she popped up again out of, out of like nowhere you know yeah, but still, that's like a that's like a big flaw. Like, if she's supposed to be one of like the important, is she supposed to be one of the five girls? But she like, isn't. Well, she's like a side, right? She didn't have a, a she didn't have a key, right? So yeah, it's, it's but, doesn't have a key. But I still think that um, she could be a potentially interesting character if there is more time spent focusing on her. And this brings me back to what Bish said earlier about this anime being very diluted, right? A lot of characters have a potential to be interesting, but because there isn't much time uh, that is spent uh, on their, you know, background and their personality, we never get to fully explore their characters, right? Well, yeah, that that makes sense, but it's like, but then like once you then you get down to her personality, and it's just like I I feel like I'm looking at like some I feel like I'm listening to like some music on repeat over and over again. That was the sinker ticket you made of shoe, basically. Yeah, it's the side characters in this anime, I think, other than other than Nuri, are particularly weak. I don't no, know. No, if... but it's like Tsugumi isn't my least favorite character. She's just like my least favorite girl. 
like Shu like is like my least favorite because like I, like I said before like I was really interested in like Tsugumi's backstory like about like how like, she's like she like this like um person sent by like Shitogi's family like to deal with Raku. I mean, I wish they they explored that more though, right? Because I mean, they briefly mentioned how she was affiliated with Chitoge. Yeah, if they explored it more, it'd probably be better. But unfortunately, that that didn't happen. So. I could make a case on why I like Sugumi's pace of comedy better than any other character, but then again, I'm biased, same. we'd be going in circles, so... Yeah. Uh, Bish? One thing that I, I would like to mention is that I've never seen Season 2, but I can probably assume how it would go. The fact that they introduce more characters into Season 2, and the fact that it's only 12 episodes, I could already tell from now that characters like Tsugumi is probably not going to get any more character development than she did in season one. Yeah. And I haven't even seen season two. Whether that's the case or not, I'm not quite uh, sure. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> no. Oh, is it? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I know I said that um, in, earlier on that I prefer the episode in which uh, Raku and Onodera are along at the shop. It's because the Sugumi episode in season one doesn't doesn't make justice. It, it it was actually the Sugumi episode in season two that that actually got my heart running. Uh, like for the favorite yeah, like, episode even I, ever. Even I can agree with that. Like they showed a lot of like Tsugumi stuff in that so, episode. Uh, That's so how can they how can they kind of focus more on character development in season two when they have more episodes in season one and less characters? Actually, to to answer your question, they introduced two characters, two new characters, and um, and again going back to the critique in in, in the beginning, it go, it completely loses its way. Like it, that that's why I keep mentioning that at, at least if Nisekoi season two makes an appearance on Get a Life Podcast Kunai, it's not gonna be my suggestion because I actually think that season two even. I mean, I I I love it. I love the show because it's Shaf. Shaf does good work, but as a plot, I'm sorry, it just doesn't fly. I prefer Nisekoi season one, season two, and I'm jumping, um, and I'm jumping segments again. But I just feel that strongly about it. Um. So yeah, now I'm gonna get onto ships, and we've already mentioned it before. Tyson somehow read my mind in terms of the jewelry <laughs> and um, shoe <laughs> ship, but obviously. I don't want to say this, but I actually ship Onodera and and Raku. That, that's just I normally I don't do that. Thank you, bitch. And I know I know Chitoga is best girl for me, but that's why I, I ship Onodera and Raku so hard. Um, another ship that I think really works, and please don't kill me for this, don't crucify me for this. Um, Ruri and Onodera. Ruri and Onodera. Um, what? Ruri and Onodera. It kind of reminds yeah. me of the... I'm going back to Persona here. Ch- Chie and Yukiko. I don't see it them kinda, that way, basically. basically. No, yeah. It kind of reminds me of this kind of Chie and Yukiko kind of ship. Yeah, they're basically friends. They're friends. Yeah, but that's why you ship them. That's <laughs> I, think. I think they would make a really lovely couple. No, the, the, uh, the thing with ships is that I uh, my mind goes to sexual relations and I, yeah, it doesn't I, need I, to. I, it's, it's about relationships, and I think they they can succeed and probably have a fruitful relationship. I think. But about relations, I don't see how their personalities would would you know. I don't I see how they're compatible no, because. I think they could. Yeah, uh. I mean, Shu always pisses off pisses off Ruri, right? And 
that's shown multiple times throughout the series. So maybe, you know, as a tongue-in-cheek ship, maybe, but as a serious ship, I don't think it would No, I'm not, work, I'm not talking about know? that one. I'm talking about mainly the Onodera one. I think that one is more oh, of a joke okay. ship, and I think that one's just done because they do have the conflicts towards each other, and, and usually in romantic comedies, when characters do have conflicts towards each other, they tend to have the best relationships. I don't hmm. want to reference yeah. other anime, because if I do, I'll spoil the anime um, to plot. And people are probably going to figure out what I'm talking about. But, you know, the whole Onodera and Rory ship, I think, because Rory is so loyal to Onodera, and the fact that, you know, she will make Onodera first and everything. Everything she does is for her, for her benefit, not for herself's benefit, which I, I enjoy. And I think that's something, I think that's how, like, relationships should kind of work in the sense that you, you're doing something for the other person, not necessarily for yourself. Um... So I think they are, for me, they are my most favorite ship, even more so than um, Onodera and Raku. But there you go. What do you think, Joe? You know, I, I gave you some respect for. Um, oh, you mean for my? You mean, you mean yeah. for my ships? You, you know, they count what I yeah. think of ships. Honestly, they're pretty. They're pretty like the normal ones, really, like Raku and um, Onodera, um, and maybe like. <laughs> And like Raku and Chitoge, and Raku and like, uh, like I don't know, like Rui and Chu maybe. I don't know, but it's pretty much it. Like I can't really think of anything creative with with like this show. Kevin, I have to follow up on that. Yeah, I mean, I my favorite ship. Well, put put you know um, quotation marks around favorite ship here would be Onodera and Raku, not because. I really like am rooting for them. It's just it's the only way you can do it. Like I mentioned earlier, with you know Raku liking Onodera and Onodera liking Raku, you're kind of forced only, into that shape. You kind of forced. Yeah, exactly. It's forced on you by the show. Unfortunately, you can't. It doesn't really work any other way. But at the same me, time, uh, Kevin, to kind of dispute that, I think that um, yeah, it kind of forces you towards that. But at the same time, the fact that. You know, he, he doubts himself in regards to that ship. And the fact that the show kind of forcefully puts Chitoge and um, Raku together in this kind of false love situation. The anime is called False Love for a reason. Because these two are the main characters. So the way I'm seeing it is that, yes, you are being forced into the whole Onodera thing. But I think that could be a curveball. But honestly, though, I have a feeling um, that... Um, Raku doubting himself is just there for the sake of the harem aspect. Because if he didn't doubt himself, then there would be no harem. But bear in mind, if if there wasn't the whole uh, Chitoge, this anime wouldn't be called False Love. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking. I think that's a curveball. We've seen it in other romantic animes. Um, Golden Time being one of them. So you're being, you're being thrown a curveball. I think that's just for the people to kind of chew on for a bit and then it's like bam this is what we really wanted to do you know so that's what i think in terms of that tyson okay so um even though i'm resigned to my fate that i'm never gonna see the ship materialize definitely sugumi and raku mm-hmm. um i am i, I resign myself to my fate that i'm never gonna see this happening even though if raku is up for it sugumi would be all like you know what let's keep things the way they are mm. 
Although I am, although that that won't stop me, that won't stop me from cheering, from cheering on here. Let's see who who else. Um, obviously, the we get the Raku and Onodera one is kind of it's kind of obvious. Um, let's see who would I ship? Someone else. I could see the Shitogi and Onodera ship working. If I'm gonna just take. Um, I mean, this is my own personal view on ships, like like relationships and, and everything, um, into intimacy rather. Um, I could I could definitely I could definitely hang with them just because just being together. I mean, I believe they get more. I can't remember off memory, but I do believe that they get more screen time in season two, like like she talking on a date, just talking each other as friends. Um, that's pre that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. I sort of agree with you there, but I'm sort of like neutral because I mean I kind of had that thought while I was watching the anime, but you know, thinking like in hindsight, I think that it's for me it's more of like a joke ship. It's not something that I think would actually happen, right? They're more like good friends, in my opinion. That I don't think that would actually be a plausible thing. You know what I mean? Do you feel? Do you feel the same with the ruining on Odera ship? Because I beg it because I'm basically um, because I'm basically saying the same opinion Bish had just with different characters. For the Rui and Onodera ship, I I don't think um, it's a thing for me mainly because um, Duri was such a punching bag character for the jokes that I can't really see her in a serious you know point of view. So shipping her with someone isn't I just don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I can kind of see what Kevin's saying. Like, she's more it's, like the it, she's more like she's more like the joke character than she it's is hard like to take serious. Her seriously, no. Okay, That's like, it, it, like she wasn't really like a part of the plot. She was kind of like the side character. No, it, no, it, that's what I see. It, like, um, Ruri is not part of the harem. She, she, she's just there because she wants to support on Onodera. In a way that Tsugumi is the biggest Raku and Onodera, um, no Onodera, Raku and Shitoge shipper. Ruri is the biggest Raku and Onodera shipper there ever is. So I guess, I guess in a way in that we're even. Alright, so we ships out of the way. Let's just get quickly into the audiovisual component. Uh, guys, what do you think? Um, in terms of the audio, for me it was very, like I said, refreshing. The soundtrack wasn't something I would remember. Not something like Toradora. I'm, I know I'm referencing Toradora all the time, but obviously this is a romance anime, so I'm always going to compare it to what I know. Uh, Toradora has some rememberable themes. Nisekoi doesn't, in terms of their soundtrack. Although I do like Nisekoi in terms of the opening themes, not so much the ending themes, because they are Clarice or Clarice or whatever you have, however you like to pronounce it. Um, it's a schoolgirl band. And they recently, I think this was one of their last sort of performances together. Oh, really? Yeah, because they had a new member. It was, I think both of their members, one of them was Claire, I think Claire and Alice. Was it Claire? Clara, sorry. Clara and Alice. Hence no, why they Cla were Clara and Karen. I just pulled them off their profiles. No, Karen is the new one. Oh, Karen is the new one. Okay. Yes. So okay. Alice, the, hence why it was called Clarice. So okay. you had Clara and you had Alice. Oh, um, Alice, now I see it. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. And they're still called Clarice, despite the fact that Karen came in. Mm -hmm. Anyway, okay. so she, if if you also, if you know Oremo, 
they do the the soundtrack for they do the opening and the ending themes for Oremo as well so it's something I I knew and also the fact that this was one of their kind of last sort of things together as the original Clarice or Clarice um, so I found it even more impactful um, I also like it because it's very upbeat and I, I usually go on the train listening to it or I, I work out this is actually my workout song especially I, I i love i love that i i really love that the the, the fact that the clarice song pops in just when i'm ready to watch this romantic comedy gets me pumped up actually yeah it does especially step i'm personally a fan of the first one um i don't know what i don't know what's it what's it called uh, what is it uh, the first song was click Click, yeah, I'm I'm more of a click myself. The one with the paper plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know which one though. The thing is, uh, step for me was very more upbeat. Like that's that's the song in particular that I like to run to or whatever. It's like it had so much more emotion. Anyway, that's all I have to say in regards to audio. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, the uh, the ending songs are basically character songs. It first started with Shitoge, with uh, with, uh, with I think it, no, Heartbeat is the uh, is the second season one. Oh, um, a Heart Pattern is the Shitoge one. I don't remember what the Onodera one is called, but that was up next. Then it's Sugumi, and then uh, with Trickbox, and Marika was the last. I don't remember the name of her song. Um, any particular preference regarding that, bitch? I I don't like the ending music. Um, no, they get, the no, none of the four. None of the four. I'm not really a big fan um, of ending music, to be honest, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't really listen to end music. I only listen to it like probably once, or I, I really zone out for it because I'm I look for the next episode. I don't Aww. really watch that bit. I oh, know it's disappointing, but for me, the the end music doesn't get me hyped. It just gets me. Sometimes it makes me feel sad that the episode's ended, so I don't really pay attention to it. Aww. When you hear the beginning, for me, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get hyped for this episode. That's how it is, to be honest, with every anime. It is disappointing because I wanted to, because ending are basically character songs, and I wanted to see if to hear your opinion on those, but moving along. My, my opinion is the same. It's just like, they're all the same to me, really. I thought the like the opening and the endings were um pretty nice. It was like, it was like cheery. Like they were all, I like how like all like the endings were like very different. It's like it's something I've never really like seen in a show, like besides like um, the Monogatari series. Yeah, we 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 wish also Shelf had done. Yeah, we wish you, you guys would watch. It's amazing. And um, yeah, like I love them enough to like save them onto my phone. Huh. Yeah. And um. Yeah. Kevin. Pardon? Well, I I find that the opening and endings. I mean. The opening was is all right. It was, it was good. I'd say like eight out of ten. It was upbeat. It was nice, but um, it was nothing outstanding. Right? It wasn't enough for me to not skip it um, when I was watching the episodes. Right? It didn't really hook me in. Uh, the ending, um, gotta go with the best here. Um, personally, I I do occasionally watch endings, but uh, only if they hook me. Only if the first few seconds after the episode ends like, drags me in with, you know, good music. If not, then I just kind of lose interest and just go on to the next episode, you know? And overall, the, the music at the scene, Nisekoi, it was not something memorable. 
you know? Yeah. Um, it's not something that I'm gonna save and download to my to my music player. It's not something that made me stop and go like, whoa, that music really complemented this particular scene, you know? It's just decent. It's not bad, it's not great, it gets the job done. That's all I have to say, really. All right, so, um, hey Joe, did, did, um, maybe I missed it, but did you mention what was your favorite ending? My favorite ending? Or did you or did you oh, really pay attention um... like uh, Bish and Kevin? Yeah, I didn't really pay. I didn't really oh, because I love endings. Like I, I do like listening to the ending of like every show, except for um that except for some, in some cases like Don Machi. Mm -hmm. it was like it's because it's like I just like listening to music in general. I really love it. So, but like even then, I didn't really pay attention to the endings. Like I just thought, like oh hey, they're good music. So that and that's the thing that I want to point out regarding Bish and Kevin's appreciation to and um, overall appreciation to endings. It's just that it's just that. You're assuming that the that the ending is all the same. In regards to Nisekoi, I already said that it's character songs. So, um, and it has happened on other shows. I don't know if Damashi had the same ending throughout, for instance. Um, Bakantes also changed the the ending as well, but it, but it was mid-season or something like that. In regards to in regards to Nisekoi. Surprise, surprise! I like it. I like Sugumi's uh, character song the best, <laughs> with second best being Marika's. Oh, I'm actually shocked. <laughs> I know you may be surprised to give this uh, regarding that I hate that I hate Marika, but I actually like her song. I actually like her character song, the melody. The uh, well, I can't really say lyrics because I don't understand Japanese for shit, but. Um, but I'm gonna stick with that. Trickbox is first, Marika's the second. If I really must give a rating, if I really must give a rating to Shitogen Onodera's, would be um, I think I like Onodera's better than than Shitogen's. I think because um, the Seiyu's bo singing voice is so calm to listen to, and the and the song itself, what it was a beat that I um, I kind of like Onodera's character song better in in that respect. Yeah, um, I. The thing is with these endings, like it's one of those few times where like I'm kind of like pretty equal with like every with like the multiple ending songs, because like there are like very like very few times where I do that. But like like example with being like the Monogatari series, like I think it's like the only time actually. Like this is like the second time. And um, but yeah. And in response to Bish, I forgot to say earlier, there is one memorable um tune from the show. Like remember, um, remember that one tune is just like, like do, 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 do. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, that's that. That kind of reminded me of Kaon. I I find that it it's sort of memorable, memorable, but um, I find that it felt sort of generic comedy music. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else feels that way. It's like. No, I can I can see what you mean. I can, I can definitely see what you mean. So that's why that's probably why it didn't stand out to me that much. Yeah, I can't really say that like it's unique, but like, I can't say like it got stuck in my mind. It is stuck on my mind. <laughs> I don't know. I, think, I I don't know. I love it. Although I do see where Kevin comes from. That is just generic comedy music. All right. So any comments on the video part of the of the show? Oh, I have one. Okay, same here. I have, I have some. Well, um, 
I'm gonna start off with saying like, I really love the animation. Like it was really it was really gorgeous to look at. It's shaft. Yeah, like shaft shaft anime is like guaranteed to look good. And um Shaft can take any project and Ibik, even the shittiest one and they will make it look great. I I think Shaft has that power. Yeah, and um and like they they had like the same like they had like the same like goofy expressions when like somebody surprised like angry and stuff, and then like there's this one anim there's this one art style well not art style like there's like these animation sequences like when they're doing spit takes it kind of looks like they're holding a stick with like a cardboard cutout of like them spitting out water. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like instead of like actual water, it's just like it's somebody holding a stick. That's actually really creative. I like that. I believe that wasn't on the manga. That's purely Shaft. That's purely Shaft style. <laughs> yeah, Shaft style. Kevin? Yeah, so I found the animation... It was it was very nice. I mean, it looked smooth, crisp and stuff. But um, the main thing I wanted to talk about uh, in terms of the animation and slash art style here is um, this is my first anime, I think, that I've seen from uh, Shaft. So, really? I don't know, yes, well, unless, I, I can't think of any other anime that I've watched from them. Even if you watch Shaf older stuff, like anything from Bakemonogatari previous and, and, and back, you, you'll see, is this really a Shaf anime? Because any of the shows that you will see from Bakemonogatari forward that comes from Shaf, they have their own distinct style, just very pronounced throughout the whole animation. Is that style still present in this? Um, yeah, Nisekoi has, has a very distinct shaft style. I'm just making that that, that point. All right. Because my been, question was because I've been rewatching. Um, I'm sorry. I'm been rewatching Maria Holic, which we we, we was we was uh, my first shaft anime and one produced before Bakemonogatari. So that's why I say that um, when when I started watching Maria Holic, I did saw some elements of that shaft style, and it was done by the same director. I will make a point of this. It was done by the same director who did Disekoi, but it wasn't as, I would say, outlandish, extravagant as as some of the recent projects that I've seen of of Disekoi, and that's purely direction. That's purely direction. Even though to the point where I was watching Mario Holic and I was like, is this really a Shaf anime? Because I don't see anything that would, that that would that made Shaf so iconic, recently. To be honest. Yeah, but um, thank you for answering, because uh, what, the point I wanted to bring up is, while I was watching Nisikoi, there there's that one moment where I literally paused and took a screen count, because I was like, okay, what the fuck is up with all of these damned sparkles, alright? And I was wondering if that was part of their style. I don't know if you guys have noticed, like, the crazy amount of, like... Yeah, it is part, it is part of their style. Okay, because, I mean, it really stood out after a while. I mean... I don't know how I feel about it. Personally, I think that when looking at the screen cap that I took now, it looks like there's, it kind of gets in the way of you appreciating the art because all you can see on the screen are just flashes and sparkles and bubbles everywhere, you know? It kind of distracts you. That's the thing about Shaf is that their style is rather, it's re their style is rather divisive. Either you love Shaf or you hate Shaf. It's rather divisive. Um, even within the even within the anime community, um, there, there is something that I notice because Nisekoi has a lot of internal dialogue. 
like Raku talking to himself or just listen the, the viewers just listening to thoughts of the characters that that is speaking at the moment and I didn't notice there was a clear divide between when I'm hearing the characters speak and when I'm hearing an internal monologue and you may think that the subtitles and part of the animation gives it away but um but it's like the filter how can I how can I best describe it the sorry I'm just trying to think of a way how they how would I describe it it's just that it kind of hears like it's uh like like you take a voice and you and you pull it back to the background and it has this kind of rebirth echoey kind of kind of feel I didn't saw, I didn't saw that in this equation. It was it, it was at times difficult for me to say when 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 was I hearing an internal dialogue and when I was hearing the character speak. And that's about it. Um, sorry, I don't I don't really have to say anything about the art style, the animation. It's chaff. I love it. Uh, Bish, do you want to say something or should we just move on? The one thing I noticed, maybe I'm com maybe I'm getting completely confused with different anime. I've noticed that there was a lot of kind of pop arty elements within like how they draw backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you see like little circles kind of actually create the whole background, which is quite quite interesting for me. I've never actually seen that in anime. It's very unique. Um, that's all I have to say about the animation style. As you mentioned, it is a shaft anime. Um, there's that shaft angle as well that is very prevalent within this anime. You see it all the time. A lot of characters do it, mainly Chitoge. <laughs> from what I can see. Wait, wait. Or what, what is this shaft angle you're talking about? It's an un, it's an angle that if you would try and do it in real life, you'd probably snap your neck. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you mean where like somebody turns around, like a girl turns around, but like bends like this and smirks? Pretty much. You know, like what the I'm owl head about. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. You can't do it in real life, but fair enough. You know, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, I remember this one shaft anime. Like a shaft anime short that I saw, like it's supposed to be um, a Kid Icarus Uprising short, and like Palutena does the same thing. Like she turns around and like she like she bends she bends back and she just smiles. It's a Kid Icarus Uprising short. Like it's not like an actual anime. It's kind of like just like a six minute short. Yeah, I think it's the one that, that was uh, aired on um, was it the 3DS's video service? It was aired around the time Kid Icarus Uprising was releasing. Mm -hmm. mm, I can't I can't recall it right now. I can probably look it up, but. There you go. Yeah, and you should check it out. It's pretty good. Was it done before Bakemonogatari? Um, I'm not sure. It was done. It was, it was released in 2012. Oh yes, after Bakemonogatari, then Miss probably they probably has, uh, like I was mentioning, all this stuff that makes shots so uh, different. Anyway, Bish, uh, you want to um, please continue? Um, that's pretty much what I was gonna say in regards to that. Um. Yeah. All right. Um, anybody got any gripes and grumbles? I kind of already no. Uh, I think cover I think we've kind of mentioned the gripes and grumbles yeah. already. Um, I think we should move on to what. Well, you guys have seen second season. For yeah. Me and Kevin yeah. haven't. Um, just purely from first season, I really want to see what happens in second season. Although at the same time, from what I hear about everyone else saying it, I, I put myself off watching second season normally i watch it i would watch it straight away but obviously there's so much hype in regards to it i just want it to die down and then i would get to watching it really um and another thing is would i recommend this anime to a friend it depends if it's someone like me who likes romantic anime fair enough yes 
but if it's someone that is new to anime, this is just completely confusing. I can't, I can't just throw someone in the deep end for that. So I, I honestly, I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. I think if you're into romance and harems and all of that, go for it. Yeah, it's definitely like you either love it or hate yeah, it. Yeah, it's like Marmite. Actually, no, you guys don't know what Marmite is. <laughs> Isn't that that uh, Australian stuff or it, the, yeah, all these have it. The disgusting, it's actually British, the paste but, you know, yeah, thing. yeah, it's like Vegemite. It's made out of a um, oh Vegemite. Yeah, isn't that supposedly really disgusting? It's the same. Oh, it's a, it's a branded Vegemite. Basically, it's disgusting. It tastes like shit. <laughs> uh, Ferment, fermented shit, by the way. Oh, fermented. Right. So, I mean, second season. I'm basically repeating what Bish said. I mean, when I first finished, I was really hyped. I actually really wanted to watch watch the second season right away uh, before we recorded this episode. Uh, for whatever reason, I didn't. And after talking with you guys today, I think that it kind of went down even more. I mean, I still want to watch it eventually, but not immediately because I don't... I mean, we, we already pointed out how the first season was flawed in that it was very diluted, there was no direction, and... A lot of the characters were poorly developed, right? And I just don't want to watch the 12 episodes right away if there's no clear direction for the plot and it's just so, you know, convoluted and, you know, really, you no, know, doesn't have a purpose, you know? It's just not I kinda, worth... I kind of agree. It's like, you shouldn't, like, go right to it because, like, at that point, it's just be like, you're just going to see more of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as for whether I'd recommend it to a friend, um, kind of like Bish, although I, I wouldn't totally be hesitant to uh, suggest it to a person that's new to anime because, you know, Nisekoi does include some cliche moments that are uh, present in other anime, so it wouldn't be something that's really weird or uh, offsetting. But at the same time, I'd only really I'd strongly recommend it to people who are familiar with um, harems and romance comedies, right? Because this is a great example of the genre, and you know it contains good characters, some lots of funny moments. Uh, I would not recommend it to people who are looking for um, a serious anime or an anime with very developed characters uh, or intricate uh, plot. You know, it's an anime. Like I said, um, I'd recommend it to people who watched uh, The Devil's Part-Timer, you know, it's one of those anime where you have to shit off your brain and just laugh at funny moments. You can't try to analyze it or expect too much from the characters themselves, right? It's one of those shows where you just, like, sit back and just let the, just let the, the mm. funny moments come through. Exactly. exactly. Mm. Um, Joe, um, I know I know that, uh, that you that both you and I have seen the second season you have seen it partially but at least and, and I yeah, this question like a part of uh, it. to you I kind of and I kind of went on ahead I've seen saying a lot of it, that though. I think I've seen like half of it maybe so I wanted to read this question at you and I already kind of answered this saying that I prefer season one to season two how do you feel about uh, Misako season one and comparing to season two which one do you prefer and would you suggest it to someone um, well, I'd honestly prefer, like, the first one, because it's kind of like, that's where, like, it all started. That's, like, that's where, like, most of, like, the character development was. Because, like, season two is kind of, like, it feels like it's satisfying, like, people that watch the show more. This is kind of, like, more of, like, the same stuff, but, like, it's kind of, like, it's, like, better. 
it's better, but it's like it's still more of the same. Okay, fair enough. And like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's kind of like they do like some, they do in some new stuff, and it's like it's it's really interesting. But like other than that, it's kind of like you like it's it's kind of like it's basically continuing what where season two left off. The season one where off left off. No, but you know how. Um... When season two started developer pre precisely targeted at people who saw season one, and usually, um, and, and usually, the uh, how should I say it? The, the the first work is uh, the second work. Sorry, is better than the first. I don't. I personally don't don't feel that way with the, with Disney Well, honestly, like I normally I don't really prefer like the second season to. Um... Like the first season, like there are like some there are few times where like it has happened, but like most of the time it's it's just like I kind of like prefer like the original material because that's like after all it's like where it all started. It's kind of like that's where like start branching off from. Fair enough. Like season two, like usually like a sequel or like a, a second season is something that's supposed to like elaborate on the first season and like try to be better. So it's like it kind of like it just it does try to do new stuff, but like. In the end, I, I'd still say the first season's better because like it's still like it has like a like a lot to see, and like the second season as opposed to like the second season where it's like you're kind of like I've already stuff like you've already seen in season one other than like those few parts where like something new happens. All right, so with those words, we come to a conclusion of this episode of Get Like Podcast Kunai. Next episode is gonna be the Christmas special. Last year, we did a monolithic episode in which we cover 12 different animes, but we're not going to do that this time around. This time, we're going to be doing something different, and we're going to be covering Studio Ghibli, or is it Ghibli? I don't know how that's pronounced, but we're going to be covering Studio Ghibli's uh, Spirited Away. So that's coming up next on Get Like Podcast Kunai. Yeah, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, don't hesitate to check, check us out on iTunes and Twitter. Uh, no, iTunes and Stitcher. Sorry, my bad. Also, you can contact us on Twitter to suggest episodes. Just talk about uh, anime in general that we're, we've been watching, that we've discussed. So, our page is at GLP Kunai on Twitter. GLP. That's what I said, didn't I? You said GLP. Oh, oh, oops. G-A-L-P. Yep, sorry. Um, so, as always, my Twitter handle is at the Tempest Phoenix with capitals at the beginning of every word. Don't listen to him. Just capitalize everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Bish? Uh, yeah, and my um, Twitter page is at Kane. <laughs> so you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> um, not at Kanye. No, sorry, it's Kane underscore. Bish, Bish. Yes. Last time you did that, you forgot to mention your own fucking page. Oh, no, seriously, my um, my Twitter page is at Get a Life Podcast. Uh, if you guys don't already know, it's really simple. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go in shamelessly self advertise. Go check out the original Get a Life Podcast if you like games. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I appear there and I um I talk about stuff and yeah, video games. Goes there as Speaking well. of uh, shameless self promotion, Nando's, if you're still listening, we need a sponsor. 
Fun fact, I'm going Nando's tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> one day, I'll get a taste of Nando's, right? One day. You have one near you, yet you don't want to go no, because okay, it's, it's in, in a Toronto, bad area. but it's in, it's in the most ghetto corner of Toronto. No, Kevin, seriously, don't go No, let's make this a hashtag. Like, no, it, let's get no, Nando it, to no, send okay, me some Kevin, food or something. Seriously, hashtag don't go there Nando's. because... No, 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 seriously, don't go there because I had to cut off that joke from the blueberry from the blueberry of Dalmachi for being racist. What? So please don't go there. Yeah, true. I was gonna, I was gonna say something completely inappropriate. No, like, no, I, okay. I, I, I cut off that joke for being racist on Dalmachi. So please don't repeat it. Wait, what? Okay, but anyways, guys, um. I think this is a good way I, I, to hey, end the episode. Hey, hey, mother, no? I haven't met wait, mine. Wait, 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 I, wait. Oh, okay. I'm wait sorry. a second. I didn't say anything about me yet. No one needs to know. I didn't say my Twitter handle. What if you're not important, Joe? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one will ever notice you. You know what? I'll remember that when I start watching Hog and I. Oh. 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 Wow. Well, so much for going in with your thoughts and your thoughts only, eh? <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with my thoughts. I'm just gonna go in with a grudge, too. Jeez. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Very mature, Joe. Very mature. But anyway, my, um, mine is, um, Kibo Gamer. K-I-B-O-U Gamer. And my Twitter handle, already, uh, Bish already mentioned it, but I would like to spell it out, uh, is K-A-N-A-Y-E underscore. Also, if you don't got Twitter and you still want to contact us, you can contact us by email at galp.pea at gmail.com. All right, guys, so that's another Get a Life Podcast Kunai episode on the back. Goodbye, and thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone, and remember, stay sexy. Yeah. I, I was livid when Kevin suggested that Marika was actually his best girl, and I'm I, like, I knew what that. the I knew, fuck? I knew he was going to say that. What the what fuck? Wait, he, wait, 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 wait. He said Marika was best girl. He actually hinted at that. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like you have to be fucking what kidding me. What if he's trolling me. us? That okay, it, guys, that okay, guys it, for, the, for this entire podcast, Kevin's opinions do not matter. Is that, exactly, that? exactly. Well, no, like, he can get free pizza if I'm there, and then, like, I can, I can always wait until, like, later at night when he comes home, so you can bring, like, a pie or something. What do you mean by a pie? Like a pizza pie? Don't know what that is. Eight slices. So it's just a pizza? Yes, it's a, well, we call it a pizza pie, where, like, it's, like, in, like, a circle of pizza kind of eats. Or, like, sixteenths, or, like, fourths, or whatever. So it's just a pizza? Yeah, it's still pizza. That, that would make it sound like the White House has been invaded by London or something. The British is coming. When you, when you grow older, your taste in best girl will develop. It will age kind of like a fine wine. It gets better with age. So uh, be patient for that. I, I was thinking of this recently and of how um, of how Get a Life Podcast Kunai is like a coming of age show like we started ignoring at the beginning and then as the longer we do the longer we do the show we get more experience and but we do like, not get more mature Tyson we never get more mature <laughs> slightly how was Baka and Tess by the way I wanted to see that episode 
Uh, Bish is working on that one. So wait, you didn't. Bish? Wait, 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 Kevin, were you on? Bucket no, I was not. No, he, no, he wasn't. I, I was gone. Remember, that's the one episode where I wasn't there. What? No, you came yeah, back for Bucket Test. No, no, no. This is the first episode I've. I, I'm on since I'm back. Oh my god. No, you're, no, you're, you're the one that disagrees only to disagree. What? What? Hey, just, you, you what, hang, mate? Yeah, yeah, I said no, it. You no, what, no, mate? No, hang on, hang on. <laughs> the level of salt right now just ex- just increased like exponentially. Hang on, just, let me just <laughs> let me just um process this insult. <clears throat> all right, all right. Ugh. Tyson, fuck you. No, I'm not the person who <laughs> and he's Sorry, probably gonna put this on the loop reel just because he can. Yeah, he is. Just because he can.